Hello and welcome to the No Sell Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. We get to watch a, gr- a good, a great, fantastic pay-per-view this upcoming Sunday as it's AEW's Revolution. Revolution! As, you know, there's no, there's no, uh, you know, we, 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 there's no regret on watching a pay-per-view. No, not with them. Not with them. They've built up. I mean, not every pay-per-view they've put on has been great. Yeah. Like a great tall. They've all been at borderline good, though. Nothing like Elimination Saudi. I wish we could. Right. Uh, what else are we going to talk about today? Uh, our thoughts of if or when Cody joins WWE and his impact. The Code Man. The Code Man. Codester. Um, we have our brackets to break down, who's moving on, and what we're going to put up next week. Who's yep. zooming who? But we're zooming to your legend, me, uh, your host, <laughs> Joseph Lessel. See, he's getting better at this. I'm, like, along, I'm, I'm alongside here with the human wrestling. old Jeff Mack tapes. I, well, he's been. watching them wrestle right now. Yep. I, look, I watched Jeff Mack tapes, just look at myself in the mirror, and just be better. Be better. But I'm it? not. I he am, said B, and I was. I yep. thought a T was coming. Yep. <laughs> I was like, God damn. But I'm not as better as this man. The human wrestling database, Corey Mack. I'm the betterest man that ever bettered in the history of all that bettered today. Um, I bet. You bet? You better, you I bet. bet. I bet we're, we're here with the ch- ch- chosen one, Mike. Uh, what? I said, I bet we're not here. I bet we're here with you. I'm lost. I'm. Uh, no, I know where you are. There. Hey. I know where you are. God damn it. And I believe... I did it to myself. I believe Joe knows where you <laughs> are. Oh, you know where you're at? You're in Blanchard country. country. That's weird. I don't feel like I'm in a cesspool. <laughs> uh, you are. Don't you, are <laughs> you are. Just, you're, you're in it. You it's know, not even you, a garbage dump. That makes sense. It'd you, be Blanchard country. You know you're in the United States yeah. of America. So, uh, A.K.A. Blanchard, Blanchard country. country. Screw the Blanchards. Hey. <laughs> you watch your lip. You shut, you shut your mouth when we're talking to you. I'm adding lineage to the great Blanchard family at all times. He's, you know, there's Tully. Well, first there was Joe, Tully's dad. Yep. Then there's Tully. And we don't talk about Tessa much. No, not much. I mean, Tessa's the best Blanchard there is, to be honest. <laughs> well, just because you buy shit from her. Uh, and then there's, of course, Jeremy and Bubba. Yep. That's it. That's all we That's all got. <laughs> also known as Jagoff and Bastard. <laughs> Oh, hey. Bastard Blanchard. Oh, that's a good name, Bastard Blanchard. Then there's a there's Spike Blanchard. There's a Big Dick Blanchard. <laughs> Dances with Blanchard. Sign Guy Blanchard. Sign Guy Blanchard. <laughs> Bubba Ray Blanchard. Tie Dye Blanchard. But all in all, guys, Blanchard. But guys, all in all, we just know that this is Blanchard, Blanchard country. country. Huh. Because, guys, do you like local wrestling? I love local wrestling. Like, pow! Pow, pow! How pro wrestling? Can I stop you just for a minute? Because I, I this is early on, and I want to get it in here. Yeah, you do. I located my PW Portland Wrestling pay per view from December two thousand six, and I digitized it. You know, Ooh. put it on media form. Ooh. I did. I haven't watched it since then. I'm surprised how many names are on this thing from back then. We're talking, of course, your Vinny Massaros, yep. your big uglies. That'd be a current pal pro wrestling champion, Vinny Massaro. Put some respect on that name. Well, not to mention Mustafa Saeed of the of the gangsters. Oh, geez. Damn. Uh, Does he come out to New Jack's music? No, no, no. <laughs> um, I don't know if you wouldn't know him. I 
you might have seen a retweet or something, but there's a guy on Twitter who's uh, in the wrestling industry and was Jim Valley. He was a commentator on Same it. Same on Twitter all the time. Uh, he's yeah. the back. He isn't he the backstage guy for uh, Defy? He is now. Yeah, he is yeah, now. he just yeah, started. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. He's uh, on commentary, yeah. but I'll always be seeing his stuff. Of course, there's a steel cage match where the uh, this is the sad part. The Blanchards collide oh, as it's Bubba oh, versus God. Jeremy, but also a young a young guy named Timothy Thatcher. Playing an English lord like he's Lord Stephen Regal. Of course he is. Is on this show. Uh, also on this show, uh, I just Doctor Luther is in the main event TLC, or he's in a barbed, barbed wire match. Of course he is. Of course. Also, uh, for anybody who's watched Impact out there, not you guys. The tag team Reno Scum is there. I had a uh, Thornstow and Luster the Legend. We saw Reno yeah. Scum. Uh, we saw him in Defy. Yeah. So I was like, damn, there's a lot of names that are still relevant in wrestling. Mm -hmm. Like, I was impressed. I can't wait to watch it again. Damn. Yeah. But this upcoming month, later on, POW Pro Wrestling, Live or Let Dive. Live and Let Dive. There it is. There it is. So so McCartney doesn't come after me? Live and Let Dive. It goes to McCartney. It's the imposter anyways. (laughs) <laughs> what? You've heard that story too? I have. I guess not the real Paul McCartney. Real and died in a car wreck. <laughs> I was talking about <laughs> back in 90, like 91, 92 when Guns N' Roses like covered that song and made a hit yeah. out of it again. And McCartney's kids went to see Guns N' Roses in concert and talked about that song and they would not believe their dad. And he's like, I wrote it. That's my song. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, right, dad. Quit fooling. That's, that, that's a badass song. That is amazing. <laughs> So, there's four matches announced, and I believe we broke these down already, but the newest one I'll bring up in a minute. Uh, we have Sonico, uh, Kieta, uh, Kieta, Murray, and Vinny Massaro defending all their titles. The Massaro family. Versus Jaden, Rebel Kell, and Juicy Finau, and whoever gets the, uh, if a champion gets the losing pinfall, they lose their title. Whoever yep. pins them. Yep. yep. Uh, it's, it's like a... Uh, WWF did a match like that twice where there's like six-man tag. We just watched one in King of the Ring 2000 mm-hmm. where there's one world title on the line, and if anybody pins him, he went. This time, there's three titles, so it's kind of it. They've upped it again. So yep. Just one fall? Yeah. One fall. Yeah, whoever gets – if whoever pins – A mean, champion. I, and I, Interesting. I think there is going to be a title change. I don't know which one. I do too. But uh, I just, be, I, be the odds. I mean, the odds. All three are on the line, so the, something's uh, out of the tag match we've discussed that we're super excited for, Midnight Heat versus C4. I mean, that's give me all be, of that. That's going to be good. Give me all of that. Give me it, yes. Uh, the next match is the fans bring the weapons triple threat match. It's Funny Bone versus Dr. Cleaver versus Drexel. Uh, little little fact, I'm bringing Joe as a weapon. There it is. So I'm trying to figure out what I want to bring. I'm still I'm kicking around some ideas. Okay. But, Joe. Yeah. The tag match is going to be fantastic. Yes, it is. It's going to be great. It is. It will be. I'm calling it now, though. Will not be the match of the night. Ooh. No, I That'll believe be the next match. Is it the match that w- us here at No Cell Entertainment is sponsoring? That, that would be that match. I like your tweet. Good luck following that thing. <laughs> yeah, good luck following this, by the <laughs> way. As it is a triple threat match Play. of Speedball Mike Bailey hmm? versus the young, up and coming, newly signed AEW star, superstar Nick Wayne mm-hmm. and former POW heavyweight champion. Titus Alexander. My God. Good luck on that one. Holy <laughs> my hell. God. 
I'm jacked for that match. Holy shit! Forget the forget the fact we're sponsoring. That I am oh. jacked for that match. That's gonna be so good. Match the, I'm calling right now. Match of the night. It'd be hard for it not to I be. I mean, Jesus Christ! I mean, like that. The bringing weapons match is gonna be chaos. Fun. Absolute chaos. And, the ta- and that tag match will be fun. But and this triple threat match. Bring it on. That's all I can say is bring I, it on. I cannot wait. I I, you can fast I, forward five years and have these three somewhere at a, at a giant company? Can I pose Oof. Can I pose a guess to a fifth match? Yeah. Because I noticed a trend on that poster. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I think a fifth match will be the YouTube title match with uh, verified Steve Miggs defending Ooh. against the outlandish Zicky Dice. Which they announced as they announced that he will be there. So, yeah. yeah. The reason I say that is because if you look at the, the poster, the three in the triple threat match were paired together. The three in the hardcore match were paired together. And everybody on the big part was in that title match, of course. Mm-hmm. But once I saw that these were paired correctly, I was like, well, that middle one has Zicky and Miggs. So me thinks that's a YouTube title boo, match. Steve Miggs. If it is, so it's good. I, I'm excited for the uh, whole show. Every I like that every, Zicky every, Dice. Every pal show that has been going on since the the return has been going one up each yeah. other one up i cannot wait it's gonna be a lot of fun get your tickets now get your tickets now sunday march 20th uh evening show an it's early like afternoon 30, it's like 4 30 start yeah. time little, little matinee shows uh Love it. yeah so at the historic macarthur let's call it is now it's the home of palpa wrestling yeah macarthur court MacArthur. there it is yeah. matt court yeah that's gonna be a good night it's gonna be fun. I look forward to it. Yep, uh, four thirty bell time. So, Hell yeah, VIPs get in at three thirty. So, hell yes, it should be fun. I cannot wait. Uh, once again, no cell will be front row. I guess you know. Of course, we're front row. It's Blanchard Country. Bl- Why Blanchard Country? I mean, we're smelling. I guess Jeez. stink. They nah. stink. Huh? I, I want Bubba to come to my next job interview and just do the talking for me. <laughs> Scream at the person at the top He's of the He's good for it. He's good for it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He'll always be on time. He'll hit the goals. <laughs> That's a choke. He's not, like, he doesn't choke. I'm going to sit in a chair. He's actually doing that part from the waiting room. There it is. Just screaming him in. You sent him to the office <laughs> to yeah. where you're, you're getting the interview from. Love it. But screw the Blazers. Yeah, well, no, you have no you taste. Gotta, so. You got to hell, Booker Man. Hey, no, sorry. No. <laughs> I respect you, Booker Man. <laughs> hey, there's no need to Pillman this. Well, let's not Pillman it, but let's AEW oh, this. Oh, real quickly, I, before I forget. Okay. Uh, because um, we didn't put it down, and I just read about it. But yes, it looks like Scott Hall has uh, broken a hip, suffering a fall. Uh, so best of luck to uh, the bad guy himself mm-hmm. in a recovery. Yeah. Chico. That's rough. It is. How old is Connell? 62. Damn. How you he know? older than Sting? That's crazy. Uh, it's Scott Hall was born like a year and a half to two years. Craziness. There's like all these guys that were born in like 59, like Nash, Sting, yeah. Luger, uh, DDP-ish was somewhere in there. All those guys were born around the same year. And then Scott Hall and Bret Hart were born in 57. So they're just a couple years older than those guys. Right? Oh, and apparently Hulk Hogan's divorced. and <laughs> I found a woman, yeah. I'm guessing he's dating another woman who probably looks like his daughter. Probably is his daughter. Well, I'm not going to. Well, you know. 
<laughs> I said the best tweet he, I saw. He learned from Vince. TMZ reports Hulk Hogan is divorced from second wife, and someone retweeted, yeah, but it's Terry Bollea. Got him. <laughs> Good God. Now let's get on to AEW, because it deserves our attention. AEW, we're going to mark out no sell for Revolution this upcoming weekend. Is a mystery. Annual pay-per-view. Is it a third one? Yes. Yeah. Yep. God, I've already got three third revolution already. Time flies. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Time flies when you're having fun with this. Uh, I mean, yeah. This group. Crazy. It, it, it's the sad part of... We forget how, like, wow, it's been three years for the, since Revolution. But for WWE, it's like, oh, it's been, you know, a month since I don't remember for a damn thing. For 50 years. For fi- over 50. Yeah. So we're going to mark out no-sell every, every match, but uh, we're going to break down every match as much as possible. I got to do. I got to do. Uh, let's start off with Jade Cargill defending her TBS championship versus Tay Conte. First of all, I'll mark out for this. Well, I like Cargill. I feel like they're backing themselves into a corner, though. Yeah. It's it's going to get to the Goldberg point where you can't beat her, and and if and then you don't have any credible challengers to beat her. You're not wrong. Um, I I've think been, she wins, but I've been thinking the same thing, especially since they've been putting the uh, the numbers the behind. numbers up on the yeah. on the video screen after really each big win. deal about the streak. You don't want it to go too long. But she is one of the few women on the AEW roster that appears to move quarter hours. Yeah, uh, she batters. I mean, she's definitely got star quality, like, just oozing out of her. I I mean, she's still pretty damn green in the ring. But you can't deny she's a star. Ty Conti, most improved. She was considered completely worthless. When leaving NXT, just like, mm-hmm. what a waste of a time. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no talent there, blah, blah, blah. She comes to AEW, earns the contract first. She didn't just get it. She walked in. She worked. She's definitely put the time in. She's improved a great deal. <sighs> but I still think there's a chance this match can get real ugly. I don't think it goes uh, long, though. That's what's going to help it. Is I don't think go this long. goes long. I There's nine gonna, matches. So. I think it's going to be strategically placed. Yes, I yep. do agree. Yeah. And I do think Jade Cargill retains the TBS title. I think as long as she continues to uh, move quarter hours in the, in the positive, there's no reason to take that belt off her yet. And yeah. that Conti represents a, a step up of competition. Yeah. For me, I think... Oh, sorry, before I go that, what, are, what do you think? Uh, like, I, before you, I'm, before I'll I mark out. Part? Um, it's for me. It's the idea of they just set this up like you know they're doing the. It's not too. It's not that bad, but it's like the WWE trope of we're two weeks before a promo. Let's just throw this match in, and I'm okay because of the fact that Tay Conte, I believe she was like my most improved and almost everybody's most improved wrestler from last year. Oh yeah, giving her a shot, and if they give her, you know, the joke is of course she gets the shot because Sammy Guevara, and then the 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 fun fact of. They'll both be champions in that relationship. You I know? just think they need somebody with them who's a little more over to, to lose to on pay per view. Yeah, and yeah. Ty fits the bill. The only thing I don't like about it being Ty is the fact that she was also the loser to Britt at Full Gear in November. So that's two back to back pay per views where she comes in as the challenger and 
theoretically, I don't see her losing or winning. So, no. but then again, she's a popular baby face. You can come back from yep. that and work. So I'm yep. not too worried about it. Jade, so we'll, Jade wins. We'll get to it later, but Bert has a match, right? Yes. yes. Who's it against? Thunder Rosa. Thunder. So I just wanted to make sure I wasn't mixing it up. So what I think Jade could, should go to next, they've done a pretty good job with this person building up this gimmick would be Serena Deeb. But then I like the, hmm. uh, you know, the, the beat the clock challenges she's been having every week. So it'd be interesting to see two the rookies. dominant, you know, what if wrestlers collide? You know what I would do is uh, on the, one of the rampages in the because upcoming months. Serena Deeb can get a match out of Jade Cargo. I'd right? have Serena Deeb do that rookie challenge and have Jade come out and be like, well, I'm a rookie. Yeah. And then have her like last the time and embarrass Serena and then boom, that's all you need to yep. kick throughout that feud. And honestly, that might be, the, that might be the beginning. Do you guys think down the line that TV, the TBS championship will become like the old WCW trope of where well, you're the champion here, but you you can be you should be number one contender for the AEW Women's, or do you think they're just going to stick it as its own intercontinental factor? I think it'll be it. Well, I, th- I think it'll be its own in the fact that they've never th- they s- that. they've had the TNT title and the world title be almost. Um, you could, t- I mean, the world title is the most prestigious belt, but the TNT is not far behind. They don't treat the TNT like a joke. And they yeah. don't treat the TNT champion as I only have this to get to that world title. Right. Okay. It's worth having that title itself. Okay. And people, I think people strive for that title. Yeah. yeah. And I think they're going to do the same thing with the TBS title. Okay. It'll be a thing like, no, it's worth it. To- I look at it as the TBS title is going to be the come up title. Like it will signify you're now maybe ready to talk about the other belt, but you have to have that one first and then and, and cement yourself. That's what I think. Okay. Uh, next match is the A- oh, AHFO of Andrade, Matt Hardy, and Isaiah Cassidy versus Darby Allen Sting and Sammy Guevara in a six-man tornado tag match. What the hell did Sammy Guevara do? No sell this. This is just a random match thrown on a pay-per-view. I just... I, mean, I, I, mean, I don't care about... The storyline, I just, I don't care. It does nothing for me it's at all. It's not completely random. I mean, they have been few. Guevara and Darby had their title match, and they both, and that was interrupted by Andrade, who wants the title. So, in effect, it's them bringing all the extras into it. Why not just, just have the triple but, title match? Well, because they have a different triple That's threat. That's the next match night, in a minute. And they don't run things into the ground like that other company does. So, uh, at least they try not to. They haven't always been successful, but they try not to. Mm-hmm. So what you're going to have is, and plus, this gets Sting on there. And as I say what you want, he makes a, a slight difference in the uptick on, on things like pay-per-views. And so. I think the fact that this is a tornado match will also help the fact that Sting He doesn't have to do much again. He doesn't have to do much. And the camera. He's got Guevara and Darby as teammates. I mean, he yeah. can literally just stand the there. The Sting thing that I don't get on for this reason, I understand how you make a difference ratings-wise, like TV-wise, but no one's buying a pay-per-view for Sting. Not in 2022. I wouldn't say no one. I would say a select few. Eight people. That's eight more. That's eight more than what WWE did. Eight people. I know. It's <laughs> eight more than what WWE did. If you're buying a pay per view for staying, then you should stop buying pay per view. Yeah, I mean, you should I, do something else with your life. I personally wouldn't buy a pay per view to see Sting wrestle. <laughs> yeah, no. Um But he has made a slight difference. So I guess there, there, it feels like the heels win though to set up a. A title feud, some direction? Normally, I would say yes, but 
I mean, they're gonna, Sting's not taking the pin. So they're going to blow know. that up because Hardy, they're just playing the string until Jeff can show up, which, by the way, is soon. Uh, the revolution or the dynamite after the pay-per-view. Yeah. His no completes up March 9th. So, I mean, he, as early as then, he could be there. Yeah. Um, they're just waiting for him to leave so him and Matt can do the reunion tour and whatever. Okay. Uh, but I will say this. I don't know if it's going to make a difference for AEW, but Jeff Hardy is one of the few stars in the last 20 years that is over to the fact that they could move something, whether it's merch or butts in the seats. You know, you know what I would see? If Hardy shows, Jeff shows, shows up, and, and they they play off the tag team, you know, but if, they, if he goes solo and if one page beats the other page on Sunday, I wouldn't mind Jeff being the first guy taking on it's it's like that. It, to me, it's like there's money in a short, like I'm. To, I mean, nine months tops. Hardy's team reunion in AEW. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't go past September. And then there's money to me in a Jeff Hardy solo run. That's right. If he there's takes no on money in Matt Hardy. The Adam versus Adam <laughs> match yeah. later on. But there's no money in Matt Hardy. Yeah, too, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I'm not going to mark out, but I, I will. You know. It's well, sure, I'm sure the match will be it's fine. Not, it's not but. like it's not like a it's not like what you hear us when we talk about WWE match or a on the Monday Night War Stories pay per views. All that like nope, taker. Nope. Like, Jesus. Yeah. So it's uh, I'll mark out just because anytime I get to watch Guevara and Darby do shit, it's fun. Yeah. Well, well so the question is what what are they not going to be doing? I just like Sam Guevara. Um, our next match is a three-way tag match for the AEW World Tag Team Championships as it's Jurassic Express. Versus Red Dragon versus TBD. Our assumptions will be. I mean, I assume it's the Bucks. The, the Bucks. Storyline yeah. wise, it makes sense, and plus they always seem I to have be to, somewhere I close have to, to the tell times. you, I loved. Uh, I loved the finish to the Battle Royal last week. So it was Matt, Dax, and O'Reilly, and O'Reilly, and no, no, no. Sorry. It was, it was O'Reilly. Right, it was hungry. It was hungry. O'Reilly, John Silver, and Matt. And uh, Matt is going to go toss Silver all over the top rope. And he asked for O'Reilly's help. And O'Reilly's like, oh, my shoulder, my shoulder's, I can't. So Matt starts to, but then O'Reilly, <laughs> with the bad shoulder, picks him up and throws them both throws them off. Both out. Like, oh. I just love that spot. I'm like, oh, that's genius. I'm like, oh, my shoulder, I can't. And then. It, it really looks like the Bucks are turning face again. Like, I assumed that when all this came to pass and the thought that Omega might be able to come back, that it would be the elite as the heels and what was the Undisputed Era as the baby faces. But it sure looks like it's going to be heel era, I mean, baby face elite. The crowd isn't going to boo Omega and Buck. They're yes. just not going to yeah, yeah, No matter what they them. do. Yeah, no matter you know what. what. I mean? I, uh, the match will be... Good, you know, I'm gonna no sell it. I mean, of course, it's the Bobby. The Bucks aren't on the pay per view anymore. Of course, it's the Bucks. Like, yeah, <laughs> they're, they're gonna a, be on the pay per view. They're not gonna give like, Reynolds. Jesus and, Christ. They're not gonna give Reynolds and Silver uh, you know, the shot. It's not gonna be FTR. You know, whatever. Max. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> I said you. Not gonna be them. Uh, did you see? God damn it, man! This is what's so frustrating about this company, and specifically the Hardly Boys. <laughs> Sorry. Uh-huh. Sorry, Young Bucks. God damn. Uh, when they faced off with FTR, the fucking crowd still wants that match. Yeah. And they ain't gonna two get of it. the four don't want it. They ain't gonna get it. 
Oh, and, oh they God made, damn they, it, man. Dax, Dax makes sure that they Fuck. know they that they know on freaking Twitter. He's like, you hear them? Yeah. Like, he does not care. Like, no. I'm, it's so frustrating. It's frustrating because am I the only one? Like, I know, I know Phoenix got hurt. Yeah. And, but I haven't heard anything that stated that Jurassic Express wasn't always supposed to win that match. Yeah. But it sure feels like they're... Though. It just feels yeah. like they're interim champs. Like it's Transitional not at best, for sure. But but I also can't tell for sure if I think either of those other teams is winning this yeah, match. Yeah, the thing is, like, I, nobody wants another box title. Right? Like, nobody wants that. And I'm not sure and if... wants the other team? I think it's too early for Red Dragon, maybe. Although their pedigree uh, deserves it, you know what I mean. But it's like, or if they want to kickstart three, I would prefer to give it to Red Dragon over Lucha over Jurassic Express keeping it, or the Young Bucks getting it again. I would prefer Red Dragon because at least it's something new. Yeah, and plus then and then FTR will get a match. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, they'd be like the first. They'd be the first uh, of the new generation to do a unique. The Road Warriors were always unique back in the day because they won the AWA, NWA, and WWF tag team titles. Mm-hmm. Well, if Red Dragon wins, they'd be the first Ring of Honor, WWE, NXT, and AEW Tag Team Champion. So I'm guessing this probably opens the show. Probably. You'll get Baltimore to start it, and then the Young Bucks get their opening match. Because we all know the Bucks like to go early if they're not main eventing. So I'm guessing this opens the show. So, I mean, the crowd will be into it. Oh, it'll be a great match. Again, it's not like we're shitting all over. It's just not for me. The only question mark to me is Luchasaurus. I don't hate Luchasaurus as much as other people seem to, but I. But we used to, we were so yeah. high on him. And he just is nothing. Yeah, he's regressed. I mean, just to nothing. Me. Um, he's he still is hampering Jungle yeah. Boy. Jungle Boy would be better without him, in my opinion. Yeah. Plus, is this finally where Christian turns on Jungle Boy to get that fucking thing I going? Mean, you would hope. You think? Talk about slow moving, Jesus. Uh, there's uh, another one we'll talk well, about later. It's. I figured it's <laughs> got to be like sweet ass time getting there. As soon as they uh, break, uh, as soon as they lose, it's got to be Christian's pissed that they lost, and then I would, know, I would does his so, douchebaggy right? thing. He's or he just be sits so great on. As a heel. God, he is. He's be great in the or he just sits. At least he won't be sitting in the middle of the dynamite ring, pulling his hair and talking about being upset that somebody pulled him to that dark place that he didn't want to go to. But we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Really? <laughs> uh, our next match is a singles match: Brian Danielson versus John Moxley. A lot of interesting stuff behind this match. Yeah. I really like the way they've built it up where Danielson wants to team with them, but you can tell it's a swarmy, like, They've ask. been teasing this since before John had his issues. Well, it was supposed to be the number one contender match at Full Gear. Yeah. Because it was, it was in the tournament. Yeah. Um, but now Danielson wants him and Moxley together to teach the young guys violence and discipline and all that. And again, by but the way. But it seems swarmy. And again, know. Danielson wrestling everybody that he named off in that. Uh, and how good were all those matches, but especially the Garcia one. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It. Anybody who thinks Daniel Garcia isn't going to be a player in yeah. like five years needs to wake the fuck up. Uh, I can give you a name who doesn't like Jim that. Cornette. Jim Cornette. Jim Fucking really? hates, Sometime, hates Daniel Garcia and hated that match. Thought really? that match was fucking terrible. Really? I love that match. Wow. He's, he hates I, Daniel Garcia. What, what, no persona? Like, why? Uh, I yeah. don't know, because you you think he, that would have been down yeah, his I'm alley. I'm not really alley. sure why. He fucking hates him, though. Weird. It's really weird. I, I love me some old school corny, but I don't agree with everything he says. Yeah. And this is one of them because fuck, I love this match. I love how fucking violent Brent Danielson is. Garcia is the one dude out of all three of them that. Yeah, I liked. I loved his promo before the match. Garcia's. It's like motherfucker. I come from Buffalo. We'll get dirty. Yep. I ain't got no problem with that. 
And he did. It was a damn good match. Moxley comes out, says he doesn't team with anybody that, unless they bleed together first. So and they'll they'll go to war, and uh, I don't think I don't think any kind of group will come out of it. Or at least not one that has Moxley in it. No. But good way to get to this match, and I'll mark out for it. No. I'll mark out for anything Brian Danielson is in because I think he's in rare. The, right be- the best thing, the best thing about Danielson is that he when he I listened to. What I, I listened to something, and he was on it. Was and it he, No Sun Entertainment uh, podcast? There it is. There it is on Spotify. I don't remember talking to Brian Danielson. No, I do. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's a fever dream. Yeah. yeah. Um, that he talks about how he when before he entered WWE every year on the Meltzer thing he'd be the best wrestler in the. Yeah, the uh, year-end awards that just came out this week. Yeah. Um, and past two weeks, I guess. And he's like, I'm gonna be I, every year. I was not in best WWE, technical wrestler, best technical that award. The, after the after he went into WWE, it was like Will Ospreay. Oh no, it was um, Zach Saber Jr. Zach Saber Jr. Sorry, and his first year back, he, he was the it. best technical wrestler according to them. He wins it again, Danielson. It's actually called the Brian Danielson Award <laughs> because he won it from like 2004 all the way through 2012. So I was going to bring a point about that up earlier, uh, and I can't think of who I was going to talk about it with, but Danielson fits what I was going to say. Ty Conti, that's what it was. Okay. Uh, well, work with, stay with me here. I'll get there. I like, I like her ass better, I'm going to be honest. I don't know. He must work out. <laughs> no. Look at the jeans on that guy. Yeah, uh, and I think they both fit this. So some people, while they're good, just don't can't work that WWE style. It's for some people, not for others. Mm-hmm. I don't know that Danielson can excel in that kind of... He's, I mean, he's still good. It's not about saying he's oh, yeah, I mean, he was it. still great, but... But it's just not for some people. It, and you see the difference can, when he's not working to a WWE camera, what he can do. And I have... And I've said that since watching him in AEW because of the fact... You know, I'm watching him going, he hasn't won with the same move in... Back to back weeks, he, he, oh, you know. I was hoping you were going to say something else, but I do like that fact. Oh, okay, but as someone who never got to see him before WWE, this is so much better. I, yeah, I was going to say like I was hoping you'd be like, I could have had this every fucking week for ten and, years. Oh, I'm pissed about <laughs> that I too got- because I I have watched the wrestlers that have left <laughs> WWE in the past year: Bebor. Danielson, Malachi Black, and I'm just watching them going. You fucked with you fucked these well, guys up. <laughs> the Malachi thing—they started and then just stopped. Yeah, they were going this direction and just and didn't go anywhere with it. It was weird. Vince they got had bored. the right idea. Got bored. got bored. But like, I just watched Malachi Black out of prestige wrestling and just watching the entrance alone. I'm like, what the fuck? The dude exceeds Star Aura. He does. It's just ridiculous. Uh, Brian Daniel. Yeah, no, I, I was like, okay. It's going to take two, three months for him to shake Daniel Bryan off. Mm-mm. It was one week. One week. One week, and he's just back to being the American Dragon. Because you remember, uh, I literally, like, so he cut his, like, I'm back, like, if people were loving it. And then the next week, he was like, no, I'm better than everybody here. Like, he was already <laughs> turning heel. You, and I was going to say, like, because before, when Moxley and Bryan and Danielson were supposed to have this match, Moxley was the heel and Danielson was the face. It's so much better this way. Because, it's such better role. Because Danielson is such a great I, heel because he's not like a. I mean, he's a dick, but not in the same way MJF is a dick. I right? Feel, he's just like I'm really fucking good. I'm, be I'm, on my level or don't. I'm the best at this. <laughs> like, I, it's really good. I, I feel. Me? I would say sorry. Go ahead. 
It reminds me of Brett '97. Yeah, I know I'm the best. Yeah, like because yeah. I feel like yeah. Booble. Did you not like? Because he cut that promo when he debuted in the like the backstage the of the scrum media scrum. The media scrum. I watched the media scrum. And you didn't you, you didn't like it because he sounded cocky. Yeah, because he like, came out because he came out going, "I'm the best in the world," and you know none of these people are on my level. And you're like, because he was damn well working. So I didn't like it <laughs> in the context he did. I didn't like it in yeah. front of the media. Yeah. Because that, well, I think he believes it. He was clearly doing a shtick. Yeah, because has got to work. Yeah. But not, not in that, not in but, that, not in that way. I don't yeah. agree with it in that. Like, I don't, I have no problem him saying it on TV. Yeah. On, I, I don't like him doing it in front of the media. Okay. Because you're letting the media kind of be part of it. It's weird. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of like the, it's a different, it's, it's like different. What, it is. But it's yeah. like the Colby Covington thing. Yeah. Where yeah he's yeah. like in front of, He's different than he is. He, not in front at of least people. it's not like the Kane Velasquez thing. It's the <laughs> WWE. It's, <laughs> it's, it's the WWE thing of, or WWF thing of, if you're being your normal persona, market at eleven on the you know the amp level. But it's that it's that crazy thing of I, I agree that when Danielson debuted, Moxie was going that heel route, and now it's the opposite, and it just makes more sense. I just love the fact that the Mountie always gets his man. For, Calling back to the yeah. WWE skit with them. So, Corey. Yeah. Is this Brian Danielson's best work? Ah, oh, uh, yeah. To <laughs> me, yes. To me, yes. <laughs> I was luckily enough to be around in the 2000s to watch him in mm-hmm. real time. I mean, it took a little delay because we didn't have streaming. So, yeah, you know, you wanted to get your hands on the ROHs. It took a couple, you know, a month or so. But you got your hands on him and you watched him. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes, this is his best work because... The only thing he didn't have down to a T back then was promos. Promos, yeah. He could still cut them, and they were fine, and they fit what he was doing. But there weren't these. He didn't. The one thing WWE he didn't believe it back then. Well, the one he thing, was doing a character. The one thing WWE is good for is getting you used to having a mic in your hands. It may be scripted, Maybe. and that's the bad part. But you learn how to speak. But you well, learn how you, to talk to people. Sorry, no, you get reps. To, yeah. You don't learn shit, but you. Get used to being in front of a camera holding a mic. Yeah. And that's so that was invaluable. And boom, that's the if there was one thing where I could say, man, he he needed to go to do it was only to get comfortable with the mic. Brian Danielson, this current iteration, um, is why the best performers, heel or face, believe to a degree what they're saying. Because you can't argue that he's not the best in the world. He is the best in the world right now. He, he is just, the best he in just the world. is, uh, right? There are other guys who are fantastic right now. From I know up. you guys don't see him. Will Ospreay's killing it in every match he's in. And I mean, yep. to a, he's no longer the high flyer either. He's, yep. he's a completely different animal, but he's so good. But he's not Brian Danielson. Oh, Jesus, Corey. That match? <laughs> they have a relationship. To the dead, the kingdom next year. You can't. Have, you couldn't you, have Brian Danielson I, versus I, Will Osprey. I, I want Same. after after we mark out. That's no, like so. the punk Brian <laughs> shit from ten years ago. After, after, after That's we, the internet jizzing all over the place. <laughs> after we mark out. After we mark out. No, so the rest of the card. I ha, I want to bring up. And I'll put in my notes. What do we think the Nine big inches. announcement oh, is from Tony Khan? The one that he can't talk about yet. The one the lawyers put a cease in this uh, yes. gag order on. I want to bring that up when we're done. One thing, no, the one I thing have he said idea. for sure, he said point blank it is not a talent. I think I think I know what it could be. Well, more on that later. More on that later. Yeah. So we're all marking out for this next uh, this match. Yes. Well, nah, I'm, I'm going to sell it. Okay. Check out. Uh, next match. All that talk is a gag. Yeah, that sucks. Next match. Singles match. Chris Jericho versus 
Eddie Kingston. Nope. I'll mark out. The, the promos have been good, even from Jericho. I did like. I did like what. Uh, what did he say? Oh yeah, when Eddie Kingston on on Dynamite told him, got his face. He's like, when we fight, you better not bring Mimosa Jericho, or any of that other bullshit, or that singing acapella Jericho. You better get your. I want the best in the world. I want the guy who beat Paige to become the first AEW champion. I want that guy. And I was like, that's good. But I want Jericho's promo was good. Too. I want that guy who pissed off that your uh, Levesque friend. Yeah, that your real your pal Levesque. I want that guy. But the the main thing is Jericho's. He's taking his old storyline and giving it to the guy across from him. Mm-hmm. Because we the you can't win the big one storyline yeah. was originally Jericho's yeah. in late two thousand one with The Rock. You can't win the big one. You're good enough to a degree. You're good to a level, but that's it. And once you hit that level, you choke. He just turned. Now he's the vet, giving the other guy the one. Mm-hmm. It's it's just weird because Eddie Kingston isn't a young wrestler like Jericho was. No. Then. no and that's why. And, 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 and also, um, and that's why in the promo. And, and that's why <laughs> well, in the he is, he is better. But I mean, in one, he's better than Kingston. And that's that, like, why ever. I think the promo with Jericho was good because that's in Jericho's like you're a thirty something year old guy or you know thirty something. When I was your age, I was already making millions and going cr- around the world. And what have you been doing? When everybody say, was so excited, you signed. I went, "Who the fuck is that?" So he is better than yeah. No, no. Jer- Chris Jericho's a better wrestler than Kingston ever was. Um, at best, I think they're tied in promo ability. Uh, Kingston can cut some promos that'll bring a tear to your eye, legit. And Jericho's pretty goddamn great too, but he's fallen. Whereas Eddie hasn't lost his fastball yet with the promos. Jericho has. So, okay, I'll put it in baseball terms. Jericho at one point had like a Nola Ryan fastball. Right? Yes, and, yes yeah. he did. Kingston had a, had, a, had a Maddox fastball. It's fair. It's, it was lower, but it was consistent. Yeah, yep. yeah. Jericho's peak was better. Oh, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Yes, yes. But that's, my, that's sort of my issue with him using as you like, his old storylines. Because when Rock said, you know, you're not on my level, it was not true. Jericho was already better than The Rock. When Jericho says to Kingston, he's not wrong. And he just it's didn't. So it's I'm true. just like, well, when you're when you're right, it kind of takes me out of the storyline a little bit. Uh, got to give him credit for trying to get the guy over But also, more. he blocked that switch. Fuck Jericho. There it is. Yeah, there so it fuck is. So fuck Jericho. I know because of that and two yeses from for, uh, me in the database. Well, also, I just don't care about the storyline. Yeah, yeah, of course. I, you know, Eddie Kingston has never been... High on my list. Yeah. I uh, get entertainment out of him sometimes, but it's just not something I go out of my way to watch. The next match is the face of the revolution ladder match for a future AEW TNT championship. Keith Lee versus Warload versus Powerhouse Hobbs versus Ricky Starks versus Orange Cassidy versus TBD. I'm trying to figure out who the TBD is. Is there a qualified match this week on Dynamite? Uh, let me look it up. Is this one of those surprises, or well, is it just someone the, uh, who's going to be? Orange Cassidy doesn't fit. That's weird. Uh, this is one time that I, I agree pretty heavily here with Corny. Uh, not a great usage of Powerhouse Hobbs, Wardlow, and... I will... Uh, I was like, yeah. Jesus, who am I missing? Of all I'm missing somebody else. You who forget the guy whose shirt you have. Thinking, <laughs> thinking. Uh... uh I agree with that because you really don't want a lot of big dudes in a ladder match. You need one. You don't need three. Um, you need a good base for some moves. So and one I'm of them's fine. Powerhouse Hobbs because he's 
younger. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of actors are great uh, for a young I, talent. I still see so much in Powerhouse Hobbs. I see in all of them. Yeah. I mean, Wardlow, I think, is going to... I told you guys. I I see Batista 4 in fucking Wardlow. Oh, He's going to explode. And also... Is and, your dominant AEW champion in two years. Here's the thing about uh, Warlow. Oh, here's a guy. Here's a guy. <laughs> here's a guy who really knows what he's doing. Um, the thing okay. is this. Uh, oh, Chris. Remember Warlow uh, and MJF. If Warlow wins, MJF gets the match. Because remember, oh, Warlow. That's so fine. He's not going to win. War, so. Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying there's that storyline, too. There was that s- there was that storyline, too, because War, Warlow works for MJF. So MJF's like. You're in the face of the tur- you're in the face of the Revolution Tournament because when you win it, I get the title match. That's another, and that was set a month ago. Who did that in the? Yeah, you know, but he also said that like last year or the year before. We just watched the War Stories too. Who did that? I can't think of it because we watched that storyline too, and so it was really good. Then, so who the fuck was it? Was it WCW? I can't remember. God damn I'm it! Trying, I'm going through my data bank here. The data bank on the database. Because I love that storyline. It's such a because it's an easy, it's a super easy way to get heat. Because people were like, "Do I want to cheer Wardlow because I like him, but I want that asshole to get a title shot?" Well, I mean, Triple H and Batista in Little Four. Uh, I mean, JBL and Sean in 09. Um, so it's been done tons of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, the match should be fine. I mean, there's going to be some crazy stuff with Ricky Starks and. So I guess who I'm, is to be TBD? Did you ever find out? We have a I'm looking it up right now, but as of right now, I'm not finding. A I'm surprised thing. Ricky Starks is in it. To be honest, that tells me that they must feels like he's winning. Well, they must think that his they must think his neck is better because the reason he's hardly wrestled the last nine months the neck injury is because they've been real easy on his neck. Yeah, he only wrestles when they really need him to. So that tells me if they're putting him in a ladder match, he must be doing better. So what do we think for TBD? Um. There is no, there is no match. I mean, well, I guess that means I have an idea about that. Uh, because as of for this upcoming um, Dynamite, there's the Casino Tag Team Battle Royal, mm-hmm. and then it's Hangman, John Silver, and Alex Reynolds versus Red Dragon and Adam Cole. Huh. So, if there's no surprise and ends up just being someone like, say, Jay Lethal or a member, a member of the Dark Order. Or wasn't ten in a qualifying match? Who? Ten. Ten. Dark Order. Ten. I think he lost. Did he lose the Starks? Was I think he, he lost, lost the Starks. Starks. Yeah, he lost yeah. the Starks. So lethal actually is not a bad pick. I didn't think about lethal. I think lethal would be a bad, good pick. I just think I'd rather have him have a qualifying match. Well, then they could still throw one on. Yeah, Wednesday, there's one or yeah, one more. There's two more shows. Is it? It would be the obvious thing would be Claudio Castagnoli. I mean, he could walk in. He can walk in. And I wouldn't. I mean, mind he doesn't that. need to win like, at all. Like it's, no, it's fine. No, he shouldn't. It would. I be, mean, it should be Starks. It to should. Be it, I think it'd be a good pop. If I think, it's not Starks, I would capitalize on Keith Lee right away. I agree with that. So I'm gonna say we're all just gonna mark out. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, it should These be a fun match. Clusterfucks. Yeah. So you, I am curious how what they're gonna do with three with three big guys. Like what. I was, I was, I honestly, I will not lie. When it was Starks versus, it was Starks versus 10. I'm like, 
Give me my big sweaty men battle like ladder. I match. wanted ten I, to win. Then uh, I wanted Archer to qualify. And they got they they, for, they re-signed Brian Cage. <laughs> bring him back. And then I wanted so yeah. Uh, what? Yeah, yeah they, no, they didn't him. resign him. They just picked they, up the they option picked up on his, his contract for a year. Tony. He has. A, I think he. I don't think he's going to use him. No, Tony. I just think he didn't want him elsewhere. So I think he, if he deals the world. He hasn't been to an, useless. He hasn't been to an arena since October. That's why nobody was more shocked when he was when he found out that um, they rolled over out. on his contract. Tony, don't be nice. They found don't they nice. uh, <laughs> he found out via like a friend. Like, yeah. oh what? Jesus. Or social media too. That's terrible. But, but I, like, so I, I wanted sw- yeah, I wanted big beefy ladder match with like Gimme the uh, give me Paul Wright, give me Mark Henry. They just put Big the, Show in there for uh, shocks and like Cause the crazy thing about it, like there's no there's no Darby in this match, right? You need somebody who's like I, Starks could Starks be that guy. Could be that guy if his, his neck, neck is. Like, it, do you want him to be I that don't guy? Think though? So. I wouldn't want him to be no. But so he then could you're be. just having like uh, the hardcore match with a ladder in the middle. Like, you know what else I love about that company is they don't pretend shit didn't happen before. They did a little backstage promo on Dynamite this past week with Keith Lee and FTW, where Keith Lee and Starks acknowledged that they've known each other for years on the Texas Indies, and I always knew I'd see you here sooner or later. Just remember that it's my place, not yours, and blah, 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 blah. It is, man. And then they had to stare down. He's like, not now, not now. Like, yeah, he had like to pull they, Hobbs they, away, they, not now, not they now. Pulled, they pulled the, each other apart really fast because they didn't do like the quick, long stare down of like, ooh, it's like, no, 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 no. It's what Another day. It's how WCW and TNA both did it wrong, where they just kept referring to, to the w. other company. You did you know he was in WWE? You mention it and move on. Yep. Right? It's not about that you rip just, it like a band-aid. Because fans know it, so you just give them that. They and then you immediately build in the storyline, and then you can move on with what you're doing. He was known as Damian Sandow in WWE. Did you know that, Matt Strager? Oh my god. Anyway. He used to wrestle as Rikishi Fatu in WWE. <laughs> he like, made thanks, it, Mike, today. He made a difference. We got it. Um our next match is for the AEW Women's World Championship. Dr. Britt Baker. D M D versus Thunder Rosa. So, well, I mean, for sure, mark it out. Mark, I, oh, yes. I'm marking out. I think Thunder's winning. Uh, I think winning. it's a title change. Title I change. do, too. I think it's time. Britt cooled off. She has cooled off. And I think Thunder is at the perfect spot. She's I, monster over that pop. She's monster over. She probably should have already wanted to, to be honest. They probably waited a little bit too long with when, Thunder Rosa. Because they don't have forever with Thunder Rosa. She, they, need to, they need to get going. <laughs> My favorite thing about AEW Dark, or mm-hmm. Elevation more, because that's in the arenas, is I love when she wrestles on it. Because as soon as that music hits, every town they're in, they go crazy. Crazy. As soon as they hear She's Thunder's music. so over. That's my favorite part of watching Elevation. <laughs> she was in WWE, right? Nope. She was on nope. WWE? They wanted her to be, but they as a referee. As a referee. I thought she made it at some point. No, no. they offered her a role as a referee. Because they're really good at talent and what to do so with it. Rosa. They have Mercedes Martinez. Yep. All they need is Rhea. And you have the, the building Oh, no. The they, could have, they, they could have Alexa soon as she doesn't know what the hell is going on with her. the building oh. blocks of an incredible door. We'll talk about that later. Okay. Chapped my chive, that did. Uh, but yeah, I'm marking out the fuck for this. This should be a pretty good match. Yeah. I look for Rosa to win. Uh, yeah, I think I look, so. I look for uh, Jamie Hayter and to turn. To turn or mm-hmm. them to turn on her. They started that, She's also really good. They started so, I mean, that um, They started that last week as uh, they finally beat up uh, Thunder and then they attacked uh, Mercedes. Mercedes and then they 
they helped each other out. So there could be a tag match between the two, and then like between uh, Mercedes and Thunder versus Britt and then you, you know can, uh, Jamie. I don't know, I'm torn. I'm, like, you could say goodbye to some of them early. Um, but now, you know, the diversity thing is rearing its ugly head again, and now it's the Japanese girls that people are rallying for. Like, what happened to all the Japanese girls? Now there's none to be found. Well, they're not good. They're, so hurt not or, well, I mean, uh, they're hurt or they're in a... The champ was. Yeah. Uh, what's her face? Shida. Not, yeah, Shida. Her Riho, Shida was good. Shida. Riho, not Riho, so much. Yeah. I mean, not that Riho is bad. I just... I have a there's problem. A who are better and was, well, yeah. I just have a problem taking her offense seriously against people like Nyla Rose when she's generally like 95 pounds. Right. I mean, um, when Britt Baker like towers over you, yeah. like, what are we doing? Like, like I, I mean, she's a perfectly good wrestler. It's just that takes me a little Masha Slamovich. That's a fantastic name. I just it takes me too far out of it. It's like okay, that's sure. hard to do. It would be like you expecting me to believe Marco it's Stunt? Like Marco Stunt, right? Could be Wardlow. I know it could be Vader. Like what? Are we it's like this is here? not happening. Yeah. Like it's what, just, what are we doing? come on. Yeah, Marco, this would be a good match. Yeah, no, she's a she's an impact now. Marshall Slamovich. I am. Uh, I'm curious about how they book Thunder Rose as a champion because she's a really good underdog, like on the chase babyface. So I'm curious how they book her. You know how I would book her as a babyface champion? You're gonna think I'm crazy because you don't like the person anyway. But I would just copy Oscar's reign. Dominant. Just dominant. Dominant. Most people down until you you picked out one person. I don't know who it is, but you picked the one person she can't quite do that to, and they beat her. But the moveset's so different. Like, Asuka's worked because of the style she wrestled. She was really, like, hard-hitting. And Thunder Rose is, a, like, a really technical base. So it, it's a weird, be a weird think, way to sell it. But I think you can replace the dominance with the intensity factor. She's just so fucking intense, and now she's found her groove as the champ. That's how I'd sell it. Well, like, I don't some, hate the idea. Somebody get to her level intensity-wise and see what you could do, and nobody can. You can do a Serena De- Deeb down Serena the line, Serena Deeb would be a yeah. fantastic feud. Um, yeah. Imagine that match. Not to mention. At uh, Double or Nothing. They both. Serena Deeb versus That'd be Thunder fucking Rosa. awesome. Jesus. They said they have more women in the pipeline yep. in terms of like WWE signees that they just haven't bothered to bring in yet. But they, but from still that one big one out there, yeah. still one big one. I just want Bailey to come back, but work Wednesday nights. That's all I'm saying. You know, yep. that's all I want. Yes, please. <laughs> um, our our next match is a dog collar match. <sighs> yes. CM Punk. Yes, I'm marking out versus MJF. Yep. I'm gonna sell it. Yep. 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 Uh, yep. b- before we move on about this match, uh, let's go back to last Wednesday and MJF's promo. A lot of talk about that promo. So we talked about it off air. Yep. So full disclosure here. So we've had is there lightning on the top of it. <laughs> yes, there is. is. Uh, so we've had some of these discussions already, but for the listeners who weren't here in the room with us, oh, why not? I am of the opinion, and I could be wrong. It's fine. I think they are doing a little double turn here. I think that sets up a, a baby face turn from NJF. And I said from the beginning that as over as Punk is, when he when he eventually he will says fuck you, you dumb marks, I do what I want. I don't care how you feel about what I left. He becomes the biggest heel on fucking earth when he shits all over, especially if he does it in Chicago. He becomes the biggest fucking heel on earth when he cuts the promo about why he's happy he did what he did in <laughs> right. 2014. And you losers cried about it. God, you suck. I. <laughs> 
I will probably have an erection. Because the greatest thing, so the greatest thing about MJF's eventual babyface turn, whether or not it's here, it's whatever. Whenever it happens. It's going to happen. It's like the Austin thing. He has to change literally nothing about what he does. He can just be his smart ass to the heels. He still needs to use the ring. Yeah. He needs to cheat. He needs to think he's better than everybody, including the crowd. Nobody is going to care. They're going to cheer for it. Yep. He just happens to be fighting the people they hate. Yeah. I so agree. that's what I think about is going to happen. I think they're setting up a double turn. Everybody thinking it was a wonderful, fantastic, vulnerable, ballsy promo on MJF's part are absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> it absolutely was. Did you listen to the experience last week? I haven't heard that part yet. Brian Last called it, what do you call it? He said the... He said, easily the greatest promo in AEW history. And he said, maybe the greatest promo in the last 20 years. What did you like, what did say? He didn't agree. Yeah. Like, he didn't hate it. He's like, no, he's like, no I really, really, I was like, I wouldn't go that far. But it was a very, very good promo. It was a very good promo. It was ballsy as hell. Everybody thinks that it's him. But like a good heel, it justifies his actions. Yeah. Yeah, it's the heel justifying action. But everybody thinks that it could have been like a... I go towards the babyface promo, but not quite yet. Or so I, I think he's so smart. You say that like all the we say that all the time about M one MJF. I think it's a it's not a babyface promo. It's not a, um, it's not a vulnerable promo. It's the end of it to me came off so stalkerish, like the people on social media immediately after Punk left. Why have you why have you left me, Bubba? I've I've never heard anybody talk like that when another wrestler leaves. But with Punk, it was why have you left me? I needed yeah. you. I need you here. I need this. To me, he came off as one of those cray stalkers. So he's still very much the heel, in my opinion. That's how I read I it. Mean, I was like, and, and I thought that was even better. I was like, God damn, that's great. Like when Punk was getting ready to go to UFC, and people were like, Why is he coming back to WWE? He didn't want to. And we were just like, We don't care if he comes back. No, I, yeah. I want him to be happy. Like, why are you still butter? Why about is everybody it? so chanting his name three years later? Like the Savior, for instance, who was so fucking angry about him leaving. Oh yeah. Like, why do you care? Like, I, I, I don't want to see bored. Uh, right? half-assed punk, which is what we got the last year. That's we what we get. Shinsuke. That's what we got. That, Shinsuke is what we got. That's what we yeah. have like half the roster for WWE board. Yeah, like I don't want that. I don't want to see that. So leave. If you're not happy, leave. Uh, I think the match is going to be fantastic. I think. I think MJF wins. I think MJF wins, which is shocking because winning two straight on Punk. Who thought that would happen in the first year he's back? I think uh, Punk. Gets MJF his very first pin loss at double or nothing. Could be. Um, I will mark out. I'm excited. I don't think it was a. It, I don't think it was a heel turn, uh, face a baby face turn by MJF. I really like the promo. You know, it's one of those things of you can use this promo down the line in promo class. You know, watch this. Two other things I liked. One, I liked Punk coming out the end, being like, "Is this true? Is this real?" No music. Didn't have no. a mic. Are you real? Just he real? got into the ring and was talking to Max. And number two, the next day, somebody found the old Facebook post with the handshake yep. and everything he talked about in that promo. They went and they found the damn thing. Like, oh, man, it's so awesome that you can cut a promo like that and it actually be true. It's, like, it's, it, this whole promo started a week ago. 
when Punk does his about how he needs a Valentine, will you, oh, will you be my Valentine? You, you know, when that's he does one that. of those. That's one of those phrases in wrestling now for me forever. It's like, oh Jesus! So when that happens, MJF comes out and he has the teary look. Yeah, like already. Why? In in my mind, this is the storyline for MJF going. Why is my hero coming after me? Why is he coming after me and wants to hurt me? I just beat him twice in Chicago, but that simp bro, he wants to bring pain to me. That's the storyline right now that I'm getting right now. Yeah, I'm marking out. I'm marking out big time. So, I mean, this is this is the feud that everybody wanted when CM Punk showed up. Yep. Like yep. they wanted this, right? Yep. To this point. It's better than we thought it would be, right? Yeah. yeah. And we had, well, Corey, I mean, stupid expectations for these two, well, and it's better than Corey that. Corey just got his new favorite line of, will you be my Valentine? It needs to be like a wrestling shirt of his. Like, I don't know. I'm not surprised. With a dog collar. Next year. It'll be next year. Yeah. God it's damn. been, I mean, it's so actually, so, that, so you haven't gotten to this point yet. They talked about it on the, on the experience. Is it the greatest feud in AEW? Because the only one he so that was what um, Brian last said, the only one that the he didn't counter the only one that came into my head that may have been, I don't know about better but as good, would be Dustin versus Cody, which was too short. It was really just yeah. one match. Uh, so yeah, I'd say this is the greatest feud in WWE history. And yes, it's not a long history. It's not a full fifty years. For over three for years. For over three years. But I mean, like, it's won by a distance, right? Yeah. Like I mean, because yeah. like. Every interaction has been great. I did like the long-term storyline of Paige against Omega mm-hmm. with all the with all the ins and outs of the Will he, will that. he, who will turn. But this is better. Yeah. This is easily better. Yeah. Yep. No, this is great. And I think the match is going to be these these two are students. These two are students. How violent's gonna be. It's gonna yeah. be violent enough. MJF watches tons of old tapes. And Punk he, has seen them already, so yeah. Like. <laughs> I bet you they both have seen the dog color match dozens of times. There's going to be a lot of references. How many callbacks do you think we get? Yeah. You know, I'll, in fact, guys, I have a homework for us, the three of us. Yeah. Go back on the on the cock this week uh, before the pay-per-view and just go to Starcade 83 and find that match and watch it. It's Piper and who? Piper and Valentine. Valentine. Greg the Hammer Valentine. Just watch it. I, 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 I've seen it once, but that was like a few years ago while we were recording and like, yeah. Valentine or Piper gets busted oh, open within like oh no no but like they get busted open like within like first three minutes of the match because Piper had, or ground Valentine had shattered Piper's eardrum earlier in the feud and it is this was the culmination and boy for 1983 especially they beat the piss out of each other it's violent and I don't generally love these kind of matches yeah. like I don't love these I don't love strap matches so the fact that I am so fucking excited for this match just tells you how great this build has been I honestly thought. I, to be honest, before they announced the dog collar match, I don't know if I said it last week, I honestly believe this was going to be their version of like Hell in a Cell. Like, because they brought up the cage and how they can escape or Warlord can come in. I'm so glad it's not a cage. I was, match. I was like, oh I was like, is this like a Hell in a Cell type? Is this their, what they're going to be in that, but dog collar? And I think it's tough which, to do. Which, by the way, I got to give props to AEW here because they mention who was the first two in the first dog collar match. Piper and no, 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 no. Cody and Cody, Cody uh, and Brody, Brody Lee. Lee. Yeah, but they bring that up and they brought that up. It's like you know, once they announced it, they're like, yeah, the first two was the great Brody Lee. Oh, they're not and Cody white- Rhodes. They're and not going to whitewash yeah. Cody. They're yeah. just going to bring him up when it dictates it. Yep. 
and then go about their business exactly. because it's a professional company who doesn't have some weird like like they didn't leave on like terrible terms like well, <laughs> well like it's like you know it's not fucking punk in WWE it evolved an NDA but you know what yeah. I mean well I mean but it's always going to he um he's an he knows company secrets yeah he's like he <laughs> knows know. company secrets so. No, you're right. It's not like punk in WWE. Yeah, he wanted that stuff level. that Khan was never going to give him, and so they mutually agreed to part ways. Nothing wrong with that. It happens all, right. all the time. So we have our next match in the main event. Hangman Adam Page defending his AEW World Heavyweight Championship against one Adam Cole. Baby! Baby. So I, I never thought I'd say this. Don't go first real quick. Yep. They're just shoehorning Cole in as a number one contender yep. to, to lose. Correct. Like I never thought. Just, that would be how he's I've used. seen this on Twitter this week. People are like, like, who do you want to win and who should win? Oh, it's Paige. always Cole. I'm like, why? No, what Paige. has he done to deserve to win? Paige needs to win this. Yep. And he needs to look good winning it. Like, it needs to not even be that. He needs to be kind of dominant. He's not I going mean, to be. I not hope, a squash. It's going to be 45 minutes of very close match. But. I hope. So, I hope. that Here's the thing. I get it. They're shoehorning and Cole out of, like, nowhere. I hope. And you know you, we were just bringing this up. Uh, how, like, they're just shooting over, but there's already a storyline. Probably there's probably something behind this cold loss. Yeah, if he loses, I think he will. There he will. will be a storyline. They could shock it. us. Yeah, but I, I'd be pretty surprised if Cole wins. It that doesn't. Title. It doesn't really nothing if Adam Cole wins for he, Cole, well, and he, it fucking buries the shit out of Adam. He Page. feels a little cold still as, as the number one contender. However, and I will say it's it's slow and steady wins the race. They are slowly, I mean, Paige is getting there. Mm-hmm. Each week, the promos he cuts, the matches he's in, it's he is slowly getting to that level. with Hangman Adam Page. Bobby Fish, that's his. Yeah. That's his. You can't use that. And that's why, man, where do you go with him? Page, I've, already, I've already talked about, I think Punk and MJF have one more match at double or nothing, so they can't be in the title match it, for, for my booking. They have so much talent, but this is going to sound crazy. Does he beat Omega? I don't know. He needs Omega. a, like, I, I agree with you, he is getting there, but he needs a big I don't, win to I don't cement think, it. I don't think. And who is that big win? It would be Omega, but Omega is not back for another, like, a while. I think Danielson should be the one that beats him, so he can't beat Danielson. Again, because it's. Moxley? Moxley's not big enough. Like I'd say he is their former AEW World Champion. He's loved by their guy, by their fans, and they can boot, get him. And they until can until Danielson beats him, and then it doesn't mean as much. Yeah, I don't know, mm. but I, I, I'm just, they have such a talented roster. Because if Danielson, so if Danielson, well, when Danielson beats Moxley, yeah. how do you figure Moxley deserves to be in that title match? That's a good when, point. So I would have Paige hold that thing till all out in September. But against who, though? I don't know. But, I mean, I, he's getting there. I mean, I could feel it. They, it, it was going to be hard to get him to that level because he wasn't the level of star mm-hmm. the first three champs were. He just wasn't. But he's getting there. <laughs> he's getting there for us, too, because of his uh, he's, he's, his fantastic troll tweet, oh, by the way. Did you see the Kane one? Yeah. How, that's a world champion tweet right there. That's a fucking world champion how, how to support you, the Ukraine, UNICEF and the Ukrainian children. And then, Ten crazy <laughs> chair bumps to Kane's head. Come on. Is it, is it weird for me to say this? that I, I'm i going to go Starcade 97 a little bit here. I yeah. kind of need my world champion to work out a little bit. 
That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, believe it or not, I'm, you know, I love me some Adam Cole, but dog, huge Adam Cole guy. But he's, he's working. He's working on. You he gotta posts, get back in the gym, dog. He posted a photo last week saying you're that tan he's, enough, but he's, you're not shredded enough. He posted a photo that he's training to. I can't believe we went Starcade '97, brother. You know, I'm kind of on Hogan's team God on damn this it. one. God damn it! I'm not body, body shaming no one, but he he did post a photo the other day, like a week ago. Well, I'm not saying body shaming either, but that he's, uh, I'm not in world championship. That he is all I know in, is. <laughs> There was that tweet with the picture of him in NXT. Yeah, his I picture saw. And I was like, he went from Popeye to olive oil. But he posted, like I said, he posted a photo last week of him saying it's uh, game week, you know, and he Getting looked fine. He looked fine. Because in Ring of Honor, he had muscle. Yeah. 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 This is the first time he's been like this. You know what that tells me? Not serious enough to take him off of wrestling, but is there some injury? Like where he can't work be. out to the level he's used to. He was never a buff buddy guy, but he always had definition. Has he been wrestling a ton? He I had, mean, not as, like he's like nine to zero. He had since well, September. He so has not really. So he has he has been wrestling, meh, but he's been doing dark and elevation, and he's been feuding with Orange Cassidy. So and that's so I was going to bring this. up. And he had one match with Orange Cassidy. That was the like street fight. So I was going to bring this up, and. I don't generally agree. I don't agree with Cornette on his Orange Cassidy take. It's just not for him. So, like, whatever. Yeah. I do agree with this point, though, that I know it was lights out, it was unsanctioned, but he lost clean to Orange Cassidy on TV. Yeah. Sanctioned or not, he fucking lost to the company mascot as he put it on live TV. So, it's really hard for, for people, not me, for other people to buy him as a world champion when you lose to Orange Cassidy. Right. Plus, a, it's, it's, a, it's a rough sell. Plus, he's going to be AW World Champion at some point. For sure. Yeah, uh, it's absolutely. Just not, just not now. He says he doesn't need to happen right Still now. Which is fine. Time. Which There's is no, fine. He's got time. We talked about it. Uh, Punk, you get for a year and a half. Danielson, you get for three years. Cole's the next 10. That was the entire point of why yeah. you couldn't let him walk away. Yeah, you had to have him. You got him. Take your time. Which I And, and I'm okay with Paige winning, moving on, because of the fact that, as Corey feels it in his loins, that uh, he's getting there. He's getting up there. He's getting there. If Paige wins, by the time he f- loses, I think you won't look at him and go, "Well, he was the weakest of the four. You'll look at the first four champions and be like, "That's a damn good four." Moving up, like the Pow Pro Wrestling shows, they keep getting moving up, up. And moving up. If Paige wins, will the fans, the bulk of fans, consider it a big win if he beats Adam Cole? I think, I think so. so. I think so. I think the AW fans, yeah, because that's the smart fan. It's not like the a typically WWE fan who mm-hmm. doesn't watch and isn't that connected and wouldn't believe Roman beating, say, Chad Gable. No, <laughs> I mean it's not that level. You know what I mean? So I think they'd accept it. I think I think they fine. would. I think they would. I'm trying. I'm racking my brain trying to figure out what they do with Double Where or Nothing is this with Paige. Uh, this is Orlando. Orlando. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah because uh, Dynamite and. Jacksonville. Well, no, yeah, because it's in Jacksonville. Then Rampage is in Orlando. Then yeah. they have the access, and then yeah, okay, yeah. I I, I already did that look because have I been to Orlando. No, they haven't. No, huh? Interesting. Oh, they might have done a dynamite there when they first started, but I don't I'm think not so. Sure if they've been to Orlando or not? Um, I know they've done Miami. I know because I know Florida is essentially their territory, yeah. but I just don't remember Orlando. I don't think they've done Orlando because they did Daly's Place the year before because of COVID forever. And then no 2020 you know, was Chicago. We own the building, right? <laughs> yeah. So, no yeah, power, Chicago, no rent, you know? yeah. Chicago, Jacksonville, and then... Uh, hey, we have Orlando. an open door. And it's open door. We have an open door thing we can use in COVID. Why not? <laughs> Let's use it. You know. 
Yeah, it's going to be a good card. I think so. Uh, I, I know I, so. I don't think it'll disappoint. Nope, nope. They don't mean they usually don't. Even if they're not, you know, they usually the hit greatest reviews ever. Yeah, they're, it's usually a good they're show. They're good. They're usually... I can't say that there's ever been an AEW they are worth show the that, price. that wasn't worth the price. There's one... I would say this. Maybe... All one, Out 2020. The the heat stroke they were having, everybody was I mean, having. The one where everybody almost died. What, what are you going to do? Other than that. <laughs> you know. other, but it was a good show. Other than that, like... I just remember Moxley, like, talking to somebody, like, out of character. Like, I went through four shirts before the show started. I remember uh, like, it was the opening women's match. Who was it? It was Serena Deeb and Sheeta, I think. Sheeta, we yeah. We were going to die. Yeah. They because, were miserable. Because it was, feel- like, four fucking 30, and it was... 98 degrees with, I mean, Florida humidity. Remember? Like, Jesus, dude. 20 minutes into the FTR Omega page tag yeah. title match, all four of them looked like they were running in quicksand. They, look, they all look Brock. <laughs> it was nuts, dude. It's like the old Boston Gardens games. <laughs> how much you want to bet? How much you want to bet? Cassidy and Jericho were like arguing in the back. No, I'll take the dump into the mimosa. <laughs> Don't worry about so it. Before we move on, that's the thing. Dump I want, me, brother. That's the thing I want to bring up before we move on. Do you feel bad that uh, Paige and Cole have to follow Punk and MJF? Yes, that's a tough sell. I wouldn't want to do it. Or because you, you can't uh, depending I mean, on placement. Can, let me bring this up. Placement. AW has been kind of strict to the the main event is the title match. Are we sticking with it this yes. with this show? Okay. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah. The most important thing is putting the belt over. Of course. So, Notice how seriously we take the AEW title. Do we ever discuss the WWE like, title? When can you get this match over quickly? Is, <laughs> yeah. what we're, is what we're looking at here. I think the only honestly, and it would have to be like a like a dream match scenario. So if you got like. Heel Danielson versus Face Punk. <laughs> Maybe that ends a show that's not for a title, but for the most part, and they should just have yeah. the title close every show. And like you guys have said, it's just yeah. Like I think every every pay per view for AEW has the main event being the title match. Besides the barbed wire, the, uh, the lights out, the lights out, non sanctioned. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, anything that's lights out, non sanctioned. Is, um, or or the yeah or not or not final matches, but I'm looking at the last year's card and it's <laughs> it's kind of bonkers to see the like how 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 we've gone for one year to <laughs> now. Um, the pre-show match was Janela versus Serpentico. <laughs> what? Yep. Private Party versus the Dark Order of Silver and Reynolds. Oof. So then we go to the first match of the night, and it was the tooth or nail match. A big swole defeating Britt Baker at the dentist. Uh, that we were. The, I the, forgot about that. The cinematic match, match. that bombed uh, pretty, pretty hard. Um, Can't imagine why they didn't keep Big Swole. That's weird. Can't imagine why. Sure about that. Uh, Young Bucks versus the Jurassic Express. That was just a tag match. That wasn't good. Uh, Archer versus Kingston in the uh, is the Casino Battle Battle Royale. Oh, this is for the All Out, by the way. Uh, and then there was like Harding, Guevara, Sheeta, Rosa, Matt Cardona. <laughs> woo woo woo! That would be a good brother, Matt Cardona. That's to you, sir, right. First of all, but that was All Out for 2020 because of that heat wave of uh, 
we were talking about because I was like, if, what? Because I was like, how long did uh, FTR and uh, Omega and Page go? And they went almost oh, thirty minutes. You know what? You know what? Listen to what you're saying though. The, the card you're giving us yeah. feels like a completely different company. That right? was and that was full. Like year and that and was all ago. out for right. yeah. Like and then this last year's WWE's felt the same for like ten years. And then last year's <laughs> last year's show. Uh, uh, the pre-show was Dr. Britt Baker and, and uh, Maki Ato versus Riho and Thunder Rosa. The piss and shit. Uh, Bucks versus the Inner Circle. Ugh. MGF and Jericho. Yep. Phoenix won the Battle Royal. Sheeta versus uh, Riho. 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 Uh, Kip Sabian and Miro defeating Best Friends. <laughs> Hangman versus Matt Hardy in a big money match. Scorpio Sky winning the Face of the Revolution match. Darby and Sting versus Team Taz of Starks and Cage. And then the main event was Omega defeating um, uh, Moxley in the barbed wire match. Damn. Yeah. Kind of different. Yeah. I mean, they keep moving. And I'll, I'll just bring this up. We just spent an hour marking our no selling for this AEW pay-per-view. Well, I like the gimmick of talking through each match. Oh, you know, I do, too. But better. we've done... If you go back and listen to our most recent mark-out no-sells for the WWE shows, it's more <laughs> well, of a... Yeah, knockout. Nah, I'm gonna know so that. How about uh, the news that uh, so far WrestleMania Night One has um, sold fifty thousand seats with the buy one get one, and Night Two like 40. sixty. No, it was forty. No, Night Two is more. It's like fifty-five. Oh, 000. sixty and forty. Uh, yeah, something like that. Have you uh, heard numbers? I haven't. Have you heard numbers about the uh, MSG House Show? Have have no. it doing? No, no I haven't. Mm. I will say they you. were supposed to get Lesnar versus Lashley. That's fucked now. So yeah, Ooh. I will say that. Yeah. We don't like her, but Rhonda brings butts to seats. The, really? Because she ain't so far. Well, I know. So house shows. <laughs> oh, okay. House shows. Like that um, WrestleMania number ain't good. No, house shows. I blame Charles. So, speaking of WrestleMania, let's uh, run through some uh, announcements that they've done. Uh, night one, they're doing Charlotte and Rhonda and Becky and Bianca Belair. So, both women's matches are night one. It's a bold move. So, they're going to book in the show. So Bianca, uh, Bianca, and, and Becky open. Who starts? Open. Who ends? Oh, Bianca yeah. and Becky. Oh, Ronda's yeah. going on. Ronda's going on last for Charlotte. Ronda for sure the main event. Yeah, um, Charlotte gets her way finally. Jesus, a unexpected heel turn as it's, we announced last night on Monday Night Raw that it's going to be Edge versus AJ Styles. But at least you'll pardon me. I, it was effectively done on Raw. I watched it. It was I effectively did, I, done. It was. Because the crowd instinctively wants to cheer for AJ. Especially after he was, as let's Edge be honest. Almost his bitch. Yeah, he was, no, he was thrown into babysitting the Giant for a year. Yep. And the crowd just wants to cheer at this point. And <clears throat> see if you they did a fresh, at least they did a fresh storyline in a second, guys. See, the storyline now is that Edge wants to have his WrestleMania moment. And AJ pushed him to a place where he didn't want to go. Riveting. Which is uh, different <laughs> from the Miz feud where Miz pushed him to a place yeah. where he didn't want to go. And do you think Edge comes out to the brood music? <laughs> Probably. I would hope. But at least it's not like the Randy Orton match where Orton pushed him to a place where he didn't want to go. You mean the greatest match of all time? Yeah. Or, or the Seth Rollins feud where he pushed him to a place where he didn't want to go. It's not like he wants to go anywhere. I mean, it's I'm supposed to stay home now. <laughs> but I was like, at least. So so far, we've learned two things. Edge said he came back to wrestle the young guys. He hasn't wrestled a young guy yet in a feud. Yep. Uh, it's been all these old established people. And two, 
he's kind of just running the same storyline back to back to back again. Like, you're easily pushed to a place you don't want to go, buddy. I think you just like to be in that place. I, I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest. So I watched the, the turn, right? Yeah. And one thing I did not like, and it's the most choreographed for WWE, of the fact that he loses it. He brings out, he calls out, who is it going to be? He, I like the line of, what happened in this place? People would come out all the time. What happened in this place? AJ comes out. Well, it's PG. It is. Uh, AJ comes out. I, okay, AJ just says, I accept. And he goes, I, I don't, I want the bulldog. I don't want almost this bitch. And then he <sighs> knees him in the, uh, knees, uh, he found AJ's weak spot. Well, yeah, his, he keeps him in the Yeah. Just like what Nakamura did for that year. We all remember the Shinsuke feud. AJ's weak spot is his dick. But for me, the, the, the thing I hated the most was that, that he stalled for like so long. It's like oh. it's like we like it's like we got five minutes left. So a, he attacked at AJ, and then he just stood there, and then he's like, "I'm gonna leave." And then he stops. He s- just stares for a minute. Then I decide I'm gonna get the two chairs to the concerto. Sets up AJ for the concerto. Stalls, waits, thinks about it, hits him, then freaks out, stops, oh, stares. Does it again and then stares at the WrestleMania sign to end Raw. So I'm, I'm making the joke of the fact he's like he they're yelling at him. You got two minutes. Stall. It was terrible. Did the song? Did the sign catch on fire? No. Not this time. Yeah, okay. It was like Edge is. He's good at cutting promos and he's good with emotion, but he's at the point now where he's trying to do like mini epics. Like he's in a movie now. Like Scorsese directed this part of Raw. Yeah, yeah it's like. Well then. It's like, ah, come on, man. Somebody else will fit in really well with that company, then. Right? <laughs> Talk about a great place to sign. You're going to fit right in again there, Cody. Um, <sighs> a cup, couple of matches they announced. Um, the Mysterios versus uh, Logan Paul and The Miz. That sounds yeah. terrible. There was that. So, I will, I've been thinking about this. I don't love it. So, I'm not going to sit here and die on a hill that it's going to be good. It's not. Uh, it's better than uh, what we thought we were going to get involving the Miz, so yeah. at least there's that. And I will say, and this is very weird, so Vince Man has somebody around him who can convince him that using like Logan Paul is a good idea. Because Logan Paul is a bigger star than any of those three in that match. He just he matters more to the world than the Miz or any of the Mysterios and just doofs that son. So he has that, but... He doesn't listen to those same people about how to utilize it after the fact. It's the bad bunny syndrome, right? Mm-hmm. He got a huge pop. They used him well last year. Did nothing for anybody after the match was over. Mm-hmm. The same thing is going to happen here. Mm-hmm. They're going to get all of the, the social media attention they want. They're going to get it because he's going he's gonna to bring in numbers. And they're going to do absolutely nothing with it. Yep. Uh, another match that will probably be signed be uh, Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville for the Intercontinental Championship because that's the few they're going with. Uh, they announced yep. that the NXT show will be the NXT pay-per-view the week of. We have all that. Uh, the Undertaker Hall of Fame. How about the title for title unification match where they're not going to unify anything? Well, they're calling it title for title unification, but Vince has made it perfectly clear that with with the his two shows being on two different networks, he, he still wants two different belts because that's how you. So we're just having a non-title match. 
I just don't think anybody in that company knows what unification means anymore. So he, basically, it's written on the pro. I mean, it's a unification match, but he plans on having two different world champs after the fact. So, so he's going to create another title? I don't know. Oh, please do. I the twenty four seven bring back the Fox bring, champion. Bring back Big Gold. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The twenty four seven heavyweight title. You know, if they need Big Gold, yeah. the USA title. Yeah. USA in the Fox Championship. The Fox Championship. There it is. Jesus. We mentioned his name a couple times. Matt Cardona. I just want to bring it up now. He's taking on. He's taking on Nick Aldis. Hmm. With special guest referee. Corey. I have no idea. I haven't paid attention to me. <laughs> Ain't he great? Oh my God, Jeff Jarrett. Dun. Oh, I mean, guitar Aldis. shots. Guitar shots galore. Aldis is winning that match. Yep. Yeah, that's a that's a TNA. Cardona is taking a yep. guitar to the face. Good brother, and you know what, good brother? I'd be in your corner every other time, but <laughs> you hate to see it. Ain't he great? <laughs> you hate to see it. Ain't he great? But yeah, I just want to bring that up. They announced that today. Jared's the special guest referee in the Cardona all this match. He is everywhere, everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. Ain't he great? I told you guys a long time ago. Get on that Jared Benway. <laughs> oh my god, there's gonna be a Jeff Jarrett Matt Cardona tag match in, G- in GCW yes. or a feud match. No, they're gonna be a tag. Team. I know they will. So that means Cardona has to win. No, he doesn't. No. You've seen wrestling, Joe. There are heels and faces everywhere. That's true. Touche. Touche. But we talked about when CM Punk debuted in AEW and the impact that he made. So let's discuss Cody Rhodes returning to WWE when and if and what type of impact would he have? Will, Will he be able to change... Some things that they would have no. been doing, or no. we're just going to stick to the because he's the kind of guy though that fits perfectly into what they're envisioning. He wants to be the Hollywood and uh, you know celebrity. He wants he wants the reality show. I mean, he's got a reality show. Yeah, it's not as good as Mrs. They have <laughs> they have an opportunity here to capitalize on something they haven't had in a long time. If somebody, well, he's not white hot. He's still a name. And the way he left AEW is a big deal. He's a proven draw. He's a proven draw. The fans there know him. So it's not like a brand, you know, it's not like MJF walking onto the show with the smart fans of home, but the bulk of their audience has no idea who the fuck MJF is. They have no idea who that is. But they know Cody. They know Cody, right? And I've said that when he walks onto. Raw, I'm assuming. The first night, they won't do this forever, but the first night, they just need to give Cody 12 minutes, the top of the show. A live mic. A live mic and no script. And he needs to be allowed to say Tony Khan, AEW, Matt and Nick, whatever he needs to say. He as needs much to... as he can around that NFT. Right. Yeah. But there's a way to spin it and yeah. it's a risk it gets a work you can work it and spin it and not give away company stuff. I think the NDA is mostly for backstage like you can't just say contract knows all stuff the secrets. you can't say contract stuff they learned their lesson from JJ Dillon yes they did um, but we're, we're all we, they're gonna fuck it up oh yeah, yeah. yeah they're yeah, gonna absolutely. fuck this up royally I, I, I he's want... gonna he should be in a main of whether he deserves it or not he should be in a main event spot facing Roman He's gonna be facing Dolph Ziggler for the IC title. That's I saw I saw a meme which uh, I saw a meme of it's like uh, it's, uh, it's Cody in his Stardust outfit walking through the uh, and Vince on the side and it's like breaking the the chair, huh? Welcome back to the mid card. Yeah. 
No, he needs to be a media main eventer. Yeah. He needs to not lose. Yep. And he, he needs he needs to be the guy that beats Roman. I'll explain why. He does. Because this is important to WWE, not only to get your maximum impact out of Cody Rhodes, mm-hmm. but if you want to sign those MJFs, yep. the buzz. and those and we, the Hangman Pages when their contracts that. are up. We talked about that. Then you'd better push him to the moon because if you just fuck him up, job him to mid-card level, and he's stardust by fucking SummerSlam, you don't have a chance in hell of sending those guys. We talked about that last week of the fact of you need to push him to the moon when you get him. Yeah. Get that buzz and then save your other people that you want down the line. And then I'm going to answer Joe's second question here about when he should debut. So I was thinking about this too. He should hold off till about June. Really? Yes. Wow. He comes back, cuts his promo, whatever he does. He's in that Money in the Bank ladder match at that big fucking stadium they're going to try and fill. Regent. He wins, challenges Roman at SummerSlam, beats him there. I, I think saw- he would cool off by then? I think so. I think he, I think he, I think, but so if you rush him out for WrestleMania, you just rush him into a storyline with no thought. Because Roman's covered. Have Lashley him. can't wrestle. Brock is busy. What's who he going to do yeah, that who, matters? Who the fuck you AJ's facing fuck nuts. So, fuck nuts. Wh- what's he going to do that matters? Then he's just, he's mean, just in a fucking it's, it's Andre what? Battle Royal? You to me, you're not wrong because there is no other big names. To me, it's to either wrestle. it's it's either debut him at Mania or get him into a match at Mania, or he debuts the Monday after Mania since Dodie wants to make that a big deal. Now the night after WrestleMania, oh, they've cooled anything. off on that the last five yeah, years. That's, well, that's how long you know. That hasn't been a thing since like what seventeen? Yeah. Like I don't know, man. Hell, Dude, they I mean, just did their fifteen hundredth episode of Raw and they didn't announce it. Because they've got to figure out to fill right. two There's, stadiums in a month. There is nobody no. of name value for him to wrestle. Because you have Owens going on against... Uh, it's it's going to be Owens and Rollins at uh, Mania so, taking on Austin and someone probably, or at least Owens for sure. Uh, Orton May... Rollins! He's not doing anything yet. Rollins? And they, Cody and hey, Rollins? They push him as their second coming to Shawn Michaels. If it's Cody and Rollins, Cody might as well just put the fucking Stardust I in mean, the gun. I mean, it's not a match I particularly want to see. I mean, you have Cody, Jesus. you have, but then you have Riddle versus Orton. Who knows? Orton may have got hurt last night, but assuming people say yeah, he's he, fine. Yeah, he, he might be out, but he might not. Nobody knows. Uh, he took a frog. So again, you he, want Cody versus Riddle? Riddle? No. He took a frog splash by uh, Ford and uh, Ford's oh, arms. Line, Rollins he, is the best option. Gross, dude. If that's how you use Cody coming back, that's the best option. Fuck that. They need roster help bad. Speaking he needs, of, to, he needs to see that. Like, I'll come in in June. Fuck that shit. Yeah, call me for the ladder match. Uh, did you see the the internal SmackDown uh, thing got seen? No. Faces and heels ranked in importance. Uh oh. Like by the company ranked? Yeah. For the oh, SmackDown roster, no. they wrote it down. Yeah, you they, fucking morons. They always write this stuff down. Roman, Do you of not course, learn from Capone and shit. Don't write shit down. Roman, of course, number one heel and babyface. Uh, who is the number one babyface on the SmackDown roster? Drew McIntyre. All right, he was number one. Who is number two on the depth chart? Right now, and babyface as we speak for babyfaces on SmackDown, Biggie, no, Rhonda, no, Ricochet, a guy who is 
What? An enhancement Does he talent. Does still work there? He he's using he's used to get over guys all the time. He's he's number two on the baby face. That's how thin it is. He's getting a push right now, but everyone's like, mm. but he's getting pushed because he's taking on Sami Zayn for the title. Everyone's like, oh, he's getting a push, and he's like, according to the sheets, it's he's just having a good week. Jesus, they're so thin. He's number two on the babyface side, but that should also tell you what they think of Big E, who is not. Number when two Rick on the Shea's, list. When Rick Shea's number two, when he's been losing to <laughs> Sheamus and uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, he's not even listed on it because he's attacking. And that's the other thing. Cody has to be a heel, right? Nobody wants <sighs> to cheer him, but they're going to make him a face. Especially if he's wrestling Rollins. Like, I mean, this is no win. No this win. is a no win anywhere. They're going to fuck this up so bad. And everybody in, in Jacksonville is going to be watching this and laughing. Just laughing uncontrollably. They're trying to sell 202,000 tickets. Because all the... <laughs> for a roster this thin. Mediocre Brian Last brought this up. I can't stand him. <laughs> and he's right about this. Because Cody should be a heel. Yes. And he could be the best heel they have, not named Roman Reigns, when he walks out with Brandy Rhodes. Oh. People fucking hate her to the point... It's immediate heat. Use that. Like, whenever, honestly, except for the first promo, whenever Cody starts to say something, Brandy should just essentially cut his balls off and don't let me speak for it and just be his Stephanie. You know... Um, Nuclear heat. <laughs> you're not wrong. Did you see the passive-aggressive tweets the Rhodes did this week? I don't follow them. You're smart. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> AEW announced online they're going to the Little Caesars Arena in Detroit for the first time June 29th oh, yeah. for Old, uh, Dynamite. Big time. Devin Dolphin is very yeah. excited about that. A little throwback so, to AGW. Yeah, a little AGW time. But um, Cody uh, tweeted out afterwards, like, that's that's fantastic. He's like, that's great. Um, I want a special shout-out shout to the Brandy Rhodes for all the hard work she did to get that done. Damn. Dolph. Right? You and then later on, she tweets. there anymore. <laughs> she's like... It's nice to have a husband who, uh, uh, like, acknowledges all of your accomplishments. Acknowledge me. <laughs> I like to get into practicing. I was like, oh, that's so passive-aggressive. <laughs> like, that's what she says when he's uh, ramming her from behind. Acknowledge me. I, oh, <laughs> I do like the fact that June 1st, they're in the historic forum in Englewood, California. For Dynamite. So I get the sentiment. It's not the same form. It's an entirely I different know, arena. But you know, it's as historic as fucking Hayward Field. Madison like, Square Garden is no longer Madison Square Garden, but it's called Madison Square Garden. Yeah, it's an entirely new fucking building. They tore that bitch down and rebuilt it. I love <laughs> the Great Western Forum. It's cool looking. You know what? Remind me of remind me of the Omni. Yeah, I loved the Omni too. It was the West Coast Omni. Yeah, hey, those were good arenas, man. Speaking of, uh, by the way, come to Matt Nine Arena, you cowards. Small market or not. Uh, I just remember we we're going to talk about it, but let's go back to something good and happy. The uh, Tony Khan, what it might be. Yeah. I think it, it, oh, yeah. The, what his announcement is that it's not as big that he says, but, you know, I don't think he's trying to overhype it. That's just because of the. He's excited. He's excited. But it's the, uh, la- the first dance that's the punk debut episode. If he doesn't oversell it, who will? Well, it's I know, thing. but he, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. Like he's trying to like not make it, you know, like the 
He, he doesn't had, want to disappoint people. He did. Again. He did this. You know what he did about the forbidden door something, line. Something Mike said about uh, thirty minutes ago is absolutely true. He's too nice. He's too yep. nice. I think, in my mind, if it is a wrestler, but he says it's not. It's not. But the wrestler I was thinking who it could be is. Here comes the money. No, it's going to be that he works for the company that they will be joining forces with, New Japan. It could be a business affiliation, but it's not a talent. I think he's going to announce a streaming service or being on a streaming service. Um, Or do you think it's him? That's what they're missing. Or do you think it could be him? The because ROH is back and they're making announcements on people showing up at the next Super Show. Is it? Mm -hmm. And according to some sheets, the ROH still might be on the block of being sold. Yeah. Tony Khan might oh, be buying ROH. I think he's absolutely looking for, if nothing else, the tape library. Yep. Because I know that the most important thing to him outside of the business growing as a whole in terms of talent is acquiring a streaming service. And to get that, you need more hours. Uh, so I think adding the Ring of Honor library would do more than that. Because as somebody boom. who doesn't uh, have a way to watch AEW television, I would love to be able to watch it on demand somewhere. It'd be really fucking awesome. Yeah, I always have to watch it the day after. It'd be really great. So it'd be great to, to be able to watch that. I I hope it's a streaming service, and I hope he buys the Ring of Honor video library because I want someone else besides a McMahon to have some of the fucking history in this wrestling business. I love old territory wrestling, and it kills me that the majority of it is sitting in a vault somewhere never to be seen because McMahon just wanted to buy it because at one point he considered them op- competition. And he just wants to get everything that was ever competition to him all wrapped up, put in that little video vault, and ignored while they keep putting ridiculous independent stuff from Germany on the network. And I I don't hate WXW. It's a fine company. (laughs) But with what you have in the goddamn vault, I don't want to see WXW shit every week. You know what you should have in the vault? Is Walter because they are <laughs> fucking him over big time. Gunther! Oh, they're chanting. Oh, the crowd, God. the crowd's chanting Walter, and he. Oh, he'll be Walter again by summer. They'll yeah. give up. Yeah, they'll give they'll, up. They'll be like whatever, and he'll be back in Europe because yeah, he's having a miserable time. The only problem with them is as soon as they have to go back to Walter because the crowd dictates it, they'll quit pushing because that's not yeah. what we wanted. No, we wanted this Nazi U-boat captain. <laughs> Goddamn fucking mercies! <laughs> but. Corey wants. Yeah, what do I want? Corey wants competition. Like you. We're having ourselves a little competition at No Cell Entertainment. We are. As we are. As we are doing the. Uh, what are we doing in there, Mr. Bracket Man? We're the greatest WrestleMania of all time, as decided by you, No Cell Nation. We had our uh, second first round matchup last week. Pitting WrestleMania 24 against WrestleMania 30. And your winner with 82% of the votes. WrestleMania 30. Yeah, I think. Now, uh, before we go on, what did you guys vote for? Full disclosure, I think I'm the only one at the time that voted for 24. Yeah? Yeah. Was there more than one vote at the end? Yeah. Okay, because I I was the first one. I know. There were 17 votes. There were 17. So you figured three or four photos. When I did it, it so, was like seven for thirty and none for twenty. Did you write for? Did you vote for thirty, Joe? Um. Yeah, he forgot to vote. He forgot to vote. He didn't do it. So I'll be frank. 
Yeah, he forgot. To I'll be it. honest. I forgot. I even I even posted my the God. poll. I've been busy. My God. That doesn't help when the guy who put it up didn't bother to vote. I honestly forgot. I when you guys left the other night, I was like, when 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 we, when we talked the breakdown of what were we talking about. Boo was like, we gotta talk about the brackets, and you guys shut the door. I was like, Zen, I don't think we put the bracket up, and she's like, Yeah, we did. I'm like, Did we? And I was like, I Once honestly, again, the producer saving the day. I honestly forgot I, we posted it. Reminds me of the episode of the Dukes of Hazard where Boss Hog went for county commissioner and lost by one vote, and Roscoe forgot to vote. There it is. Oh, Roscoe, you dipshit! I I I would have picked twenty four. Really? Yeah. So you'd have lost. Why? Anyway, so. So, I'm, so, so I'll go first, actually, because I was by, I was by myself here. Mm-hmm. So I voted for 30 um, for two reasons. So I think uh, two great Daniel Bryan matches uh-huh. outweigh the best match at 24, about way for me, Sean and Rick. And I think The Undertaker losing coupled with Daniel Bryan winning at the end lasts more for me than Ric Flair than the I'm sorry, I love you spot. Yeah, yeah. I think those two moments are just um, way more important to the history of wrestling than the Rick thing. For, for, I would say that's for not, I mean, that's not wrong in the thought process. At for, all. for me, I picked, I would have picked 24 is because of the fact watching 24, I, I remember watching it live, I really never got bored. Through the show, mm-hmm. while watching Thirty, you kind of get that that slow period of time where you have the Cena Wyatt match. Um, that right there was one of the main reasons I went with Twenty Four. Yeah, I thought you're right. Two tra- tremendous Daniel Bryan matches and Taker losing are definitely the high points. But Cena burying another new talent that the crowd wanted to love. Yep. was a stain. Yeah. And then 24, yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. I think the two Daniel Bryan matches are better than Flair and Sean and Edge and Taker, mm-hmm. which are my two best matches from 24. Yeah, yeah. But there's nothing uh, as bad as Cena squashing another because potential in, star. In the lineup, because in the lineup of, I'm looking at the card right now just to like verify some stuff, Cena was five, the fifth match. And then you go to Lesnar beating Taker, and then you do the... That's a pretty brutal back-to-back. And then you go from that to the Divas uh, Championship imitation match, and then you go to the Triple Threat. Mm -hmm. And then for, like, I remember uh, 24, because it's like you start with the Belfast brawl match of Bradshaw and Finley just throwing shit at each other. The ladder match. The ladder match. And then Batista versus Umanga. Two Manga. beefy boys battling out, and, and then, an admittedly an underwhelming match. And then Kane and Chavo in the eleven second <laughs> because of the Money in the Bank winning earlier. Kane, yeah. uh, Sean defeating Rick. You know, then you can do the Playboy pajama match. That's your at the time piss break. Yep, and then you go with the Triple Threat, uh, Mayweather, and then Taker. And I, to me, I was more entertained watching that pay per view from twenty four had a stronger end. card. Yes. Not by much, but just. But like in the, I'm looking at the 31. Then you, like you have you start with Brian and them, and then you move on later on. You have the D, uh, the outlaws but and I, Kane versus Shield. And then, I will say that you're right, and that the majority of the people are going to say 30. Yeah, and they did. And they uh, did. 30 is 
pretty much remember it as the last positive Mania where people were like, oh, it's Mania. Because, you know, you started off with 30. You start with that. Yeah, yeah. So. Because that, that, that's the one with Hogan, right? In the beginning? Yeah. yeah Hogan the fucking one, up the. Yeah. And that's one where I've always said, so while uh, Hogan and Rock and Austin were in the ring, I thought Cena deserved to be out there with them. I thought he'd earned that spot at that point, but, you know. So, having said that, gentlemen, we have matchup number three in the first round. Whole database. Yeah. If you would be so kind. We That's have what I'm here for. WrestleMania 3 versus WrestleMania 31. Ooh. Well, I'll be glad to break this one down. Yeah. Because this is my wheelhouse. Yeah, this is, is my baby. That yeah, is. My all-time favorite you and Mania. here. Yep. <laughs> I don't think it's the best. Nope. But it's my favorite. I will watch. I've watched WrestleMania 3 more than any other WrestleMania. Yep. I'm confident that I will continue to watch 3 more than it's any fair. other WrestleMania. Except 32, of course. Uh, of course. I love 32, which is still going on. Uh, <laughs> in fact, this year's Mania has given me really creepy vibes of 32. And we have two nights of Two it. nights in a row. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. So... 93,173-ish <laughs> fans packed my favorite WrestleMania venue, the Pontiac Silverdome. Over MSG? Yes. It just, I like how expansive it looked. Yeah. I like how light it was to start the show and that it got darker. And there's just something about the silver. I always liked the Silverdome for football, for Pistons games in the late 80s. For WrestleMania three, <laughs> I just I fucking love the Pontiac Silverdome. The Alamo Dome, like, yeah. What are you doing? Jesus, I just it's like March. You I play just, the Nuggets. Who cares? <laughs> I just love it. And Gorilla and and Jesse at the top of the fucking Silverdome. I mean, a ways away, <laughs> right? The Not uh, as far away as the wall was, but a ways. Oh my God, brother! They really still the, the wall. Arena. Vince McMahon in the uh, middle of the ring. Yep. WrestleMania 3. Yep. And he introduces uh, uh, Aretha Franklin, who Gorilla Monsoon hated, who, who Gorilla Monsoon put down in the TV shows afterwards because apparently she was a bitch to him. Um, Came out on the rings, dude. The, 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 the yeah, carts. the little the ring carts. Oh, fucking the the midgets teaming with Hillbilly and and <laughs> King Kong Bundy, which had Bob Euchre on commentary. Shout out to Bob Euchre saying that uh, you know Little Beaver reminded him of a girlfriend of his years back. Had the same mohawk and everything. Uh, when King Kong Bundy drops the elbow on him, and Euchre's like, "Oh God, you're gonna have to get the spatula to get that little man off the ring." Uh. To of course the 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 bulldog being down there with Tito and the bulldogs chasing around Jimmy Hart before the match, that's scary. Uh, um, of course, uh, Roddy Piper's vaunted retirement match. He was going off to make they live. He fought Adrian Adonis in a haircut match that the Jim Crockett guy said, "God, that's pathetic. You should see how it's really done." Because uh, uh, that's a uh, three straight Mania match Piper that were bad. Yeah. Damn. But this one had so much heat that I didn't care if it was bad. Yeah. It was so much heat. And Brutus coming in. I love Brutus leaving the Dream Team because after they won the match by cheating, the rest of them just left him in the ring and got on the ring cart, and that signified a fucking face turn. <laughs> Things were so much easier back there then. It is. Uh, and, of course, the match you can't stand. But that 
for years was like the best thing WF ever did. Savage and Steamboat for the Intercontinental title. Hogan and Andre staring at each other, which is the photo on my phone. The yep. irresistible force meeting the immovable it's object. What every stare down pretty much in every sport has tried to emulate since. Yep. It's it's that. And none have been able to do it. The flash bulbs going off. The only one that got close was Rock and Hogan. Yeah. It's the only one that got close. Like Andre looking the first time Andre wore the uh, singlet with the strap over one shoulder. You can tell he had issues. He still had that thing on underneath. Hogan, like, I'll never call that match a great match. But it's but it's great to me. It was the living embodiment of what a main event should be to people, to kids who started watching in that generation. I base still base everything around that in some way. Like the truly mammoth main events, does it make me feel like Hogan Andre? If not, it's not that mammoth of a main event. Yeah. Uh, Hogan and Warrior did get there for me in six. Sting and Hogan and Starcade. Hogan and Rock and May. You notice a trend. <laughs> like him or not, that racist. Like him or not, that fucker. That racist bag of shit knows what he's doing. Jesus, man. Um, it will forever and always be my WrestleMania. Uh, but it's got some stiff competition here because that's thirty-one. Because let's be honest, there's a recency bias too. Yeah, it's just it's a fact. There is, for sure. I mean, that's the only WrestleMania under below fourteen for us on I this mean, list. Thirty-one. Was thirty years, you know, after three almost. Like, yeah. I mean, just you know, Jesus Christ. It's twenty eight years later. We're in this. We're in that brand new place in what San Jose, San Santa Fe. Yep. It's the it's the Niners football we're in, uh, field. Levi's but Stadium. But what is it? Santa Fe. Santa Clara. Santa, Santa Clara. Clara. That's right. It was one of those. This is a good. This is a good. I would say very good WrestleMania, but not great. I believe if I remember correctly, it's all big times favorite mania. Well, I do believe to do in the area, you know. But yeah, it's a very good. You have a crazy balls to the wall intercontinental title ladder match to start with Daniel Bryan winning, and it was kind of sad because that was his last hurrah where he had to retire. Don't uh, forget, uh, Moxley was wasn't he pre-show? No, he was. He was in that ladder match. No, he was two years later. Thirty three, oh. buddy. Okay. Also, it's Ambrose. <laughs> yeah, oh, my bad. Like, who's Moxley? My bad, bro. Kayfabe, brother. Moxley. Who's who's Moxley? He has uh, he has some Moxie. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, Rollins and Orton was a good match turned into a great moment with the uh, the attempted um, curb stomp into the RKO. I mean, just beautiful. Uh, you, uh, but then there's the ridiculous. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about you it. You have Triple Baby. H against Sting. Not the match people wanted at Mania. Nope. But that's what they gave but That's us. what they got. WWE versus WCW. Ish. You even had DX come out for Hunter. Yep. The NWO come out for Sting. No, no, what's the problem with well, that? Well, hold Corey? on. Waltman standing in the middle, all conflicted as shit. Yep. Not knowing which way to go. Uh, well, I, the fact that the NWO would come out to help Sting in any way, shape, or form. I mean, that betrayed everything you were trying to tell the story of. Like, it's WCW against WWF, brother. And then also that um, X-Pac would line with NWO. Like, what are, what are we he doing? He was with DX. Was he? Yeah. How this is what he turned, like, when no, he was NWO like, have you for some fucking reason? No, that's revisionist history. For some reason, they have just decided that a six pac was a serious part of the NWO instead of part of the B-team. 
I just, you know. Uh, which you can go back and uh, listen to what we thought about it on the yeah, Monday Night War stories. Uh, but still, it had to be awkward for him to be out there, like, on either side. Like, uh, I should be neutral. <laughs> I'm Switzerland. I'm Switzerland in this match. Because Cesaro wasn't working. The thing is, like... <sighs> When it was just Triple H and Sting, it wasn't a terrible match. It was fine. It was okay. And then just everything got involved. I remember Triple H hit Sting like 400 times with a sledgehammer, and this thing just stood up and they hugged. I'm like, well, yeah, that's what tough. the fuck is going on? This fucking company is so insecure <laughs> in its history that they still had to make sure the WWE guy won in 2015. Like, you won, Doc! You finally got Sting in your company. You put him in a match, he loses. God, Jesus. Which, ironically, ironically, if you want to honor WWE Sting, you did the right thing. I mean, it's exactly how it's a Sting. I mean, it's on brand, isn't it? (laughs) You know. Yeah, Sting's big time The only guy more fucked over than Brett, Sting. Yeah, they should be best friends. So the Sting and Bret Hart uh, talk hour, like Jesus remember? Christ! What was the th- what was the three hundredth time you got screwed by your company? Oh, that that's easy. I involved Luger. Yeah, I was was Biloxi, Mississippi. <laughs> I was about to win the title. I'm, I, honestly, Sting may have been fucking world because there was ever uh, you the real Bret. Right. Every goddamn week, or is this the real Sting? That's true. That's true, brother. Uh, Taker and Bray White had a lame ass fucking match. Uh. Where Taker still couldn't move. And earlier in the day, Bray Wyatt broke his foot practicing his entrance. Because remember, it wasn't dark yet. No. So you got old ass Taker in the dusk. <laughs> like, thanks, guys. And they tried like hell to push for it. They had Triple H, Steph, Rock, and Ronda Rousey do a six hour segment <laughs> yep. trying to get it dark. And it just would not fucking happen. Uh, it was painful to watch after a while. <laughs> I was like, are they, are they going to do anything? Or is this, how long can the Rock's eyebrows stay up? What's going on here? <laughs> Froze. Is he a hologram? It's a glitch. Somebody poke the Rock, yeah, please. It's a glitch. Somebody so poke him. They, they've waited as long as they could. They finally got Taker out there. It was still light. That's fucking lost. In fact, when Roman comes down for the main event, I mean, it's getting dark, but it's, it's not dark. It's darkish. He comes out, and then to this day, I'm probably on an island here. But this is my favorite WrestleMania main event. Damn. They beat the living piss out of oh, each other. Uh, Brock and, uh, Brock and Roman. Roman. They beat, at one point, like, Roman's laughing, and they're just like, yeah. he's like, fuck it, hit me he's harder. Like, just bring more, motherfucker. And Brock's like, you don't got to tell me fuck it twice. Yeah, right. Brock's like, <laughs> I, look at you, Braun Roman, Brock, you punk bitch. Brock's like, you're the one I've been waiting for. <laughs> and they just have this physical fucking I'm sorry. match. I love you. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> And then Seth comes down, and yet it's a little overplayed as the heist of the century, but it was about time it happened at a mania. Right. And it was, a, and it, was an in, it was an interesting way to get it off Brock without him losing, and also it just, it was obvious it wasn't Roman's time quite yet. And the crowd They tried. It. The crowd fucking lost yeah. it for Rollins. Uh, so I get a, f- I'm going I'm to say this out front, I think 31's going to run away with us. We told you not to give it. I'm not, I'm not giving yeah, spoilers. Yeah, quit it, bro. I'm not giving spoilers. Just telling you, I think this is the only one where I think, kind of like how Bruno should have won greatest WF champion of all time, even though even when you did the fucking uh, history yep. and said, you're right, the numbers yep. are there. Yeah, I couldn't vote for Cena. I was um, like, yeah. But Cena ran away with it because it's reasons he bias. 31's going to kill three. I'll yeah. probably be the only one voting for it. The one thing I can tell you right now, the polls are up. There it is. So go vote. Go vote. The polls are up, baby. Polls are open. My polls always up. Vote early, vote often. 
Reality, vote, or, vote or die. Reality, what? you can only re- vote once. That's the sad thing. Vote or die. Vote correct by other counts. Vote again. Oh, vote again? Yeah. Vote again. I voted for the Ukrainian president. Well, someone already voted, there. so. Probably my son. <laughs> Most probably. likely. Probably. Well, your son, I'll tell you right now. WrestleMania 3, he's already on the... It's on its way, baby! Woo-hoo. Well, no, he... Leader, he, leader of the clubhouse. Yeah, well, he didn't the vote leader in. Leader the clubhouse. He didn't vote in, because... It's WrestleMania he'd have gone 31. For 31. <laughs> the leader of the clubhouse is 31. So, yeah. Uh, interesting matchup. Very, very different eras. Very different eras. Very. It's crazy how different that company is from that, from the 3 to 31. Holy crap. Wow. Can you believe? Brother. Crazy, right? 38 this year. Nuts. 38. It's nuts. It's crazy. COVID knocked me off my ass because it. I just didn't take WrestleMania seriously the last couple of years. So I'm like, 38? Are you sure? Yeah. Sure, like 36? <laughs> what? Yep. Yeah. Then I went back. I'm like, goddamn, 38. Goddamn. So, but that is in a month, upcoming week, AEW Revolution. At the end of the month, Pow Pro Wrestling. Live and let die. Get your tickets. You marks. You marks. You can find all of No Cell Entertainment's podcasts and blogs and everything that we do at NoCellEntertainment.com. We got spicy last week, folks. We did get spicy. Yeah. Go oh, go yeah. watch and go listen to how we did for the Hot Ones Challenge, which I believe we all did all 10. We all passed. Uh, we all won the revisionist history. Uh, uh, Kayfabe, bro. I'm going to go back to WrestleMania 3. Don't you stop. We <laughs> That's all, a we, no. We all won. Yeah, Conan was there. Uh, we all won. <laughs> we all got the answers right. Nothing happened. All that was proven is that Joe is more of a man than I thought he was. He's definitely more of a man than uh, that little bitch. Yeah, who couldn't even show up. He's such a perfect partner. There it is. He tag out. Before the challenge even start. I'm saying. Uh, which you can listen to at nosoentertainment.com and YouTube. You can listen to all of our podcasts. He cut me off or I can say the important thing. What's that? The database is smarter than a third grader. Ha <laughs> ain't, ain't he great? Uh, you can listen to all that at YouTube and Spotify. You can nope. watch. Nope. You can watch us you on that? YouTube. You can listen to all of us on Spotify. You can uh, hear all those nopes that Corey does. When I don't he, care if I'm the big show. I'm not basing for that. You can <laughs> listen to all that when Corey is uh, spicing himself up. I'm going to pull a goddamn Miz and just exit stage left. He's, as he's exiting <laughs> stage left, he's listening to us on Spotify. And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts. <laughs>